If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. again mm-hmm. with the next special episode this week on the the kingdom hearts mailbag episode That's right. yep. for those of you who thought that kivery was bullshit i don't know why you thought i don't know why either why what is wrong with you somebody was somebody hit me up on instagram like yo kivery was serious about not recording this. what the I'm fuck like, made you think i don't know i was kidding <laughs> don't know why y'all thought we was playing but yes a mailbag episode instead thank you guys for tuning in i would love one of y'all to remind me of which episode it was um where i first discussed kingdom hearts 3 on the podcast because i'm sure it was one of the very first episodes could yeah. it could have been one of the first five or ten episodes of the series because i know that we were in that um studio we was ganking from them oh yeah, people. yeah yeah and um <laughs> Facts, it was like right after e3 well then maybe it was after it could have been a couple if it was after e3 then it must have been in the summertime wow e3 been going on that long there's like I don't know, 20? It's old as hell. Oh, okay. Sure. Either is wild, wild, old. All right. But I remember it was like there was no announcement for it or something that was all aggravated or some shit. I don't know. I so, remember like, that. Yes. Just for clarity. It was your read one week. You were like, yeah, I was why pissed. is my Kingdom Hearts 3 being delayed another year or whatever? So, context. Right. Here we are. <laughs> I mean, by the time you're listening to this, I'm. And yeah. I'm playing it and I don't give As a fuck about whatever is caring. going on in your life. <laughs> um, but this is all leading up to that. So <laughs> just, I don't know why you thought I was joking. Um, let me just get an exact date of when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Kingdom Hearts Dos was 2004, no? 2005. I know okay. you're not asking me. No, I mean, I was asking Google. December, okay, 2005. Mm-hmm. Here we are in 2019. Yeah, damn. You deserve. So, I don't care about anything. <laughs> you know, this Literally episode nothing. will come out and you guys can have a great time with that, hopefully. I don't give a shit what else happens in between the time that we're taping this and, and when it releases either. If Beyonce puts out an album Just gonna in between that time, which is very possible. It is. You know what I'm saying? She did give us a caption the other day. She's very excited. Listen, Speaking of which. Two captions in a row, let's actually. Let's pull over. <laughs> And then gave Blue Ivy Carter her photo credit as well. And speaking of Blue Ivy Carter. Y'all hoes had so much to say. Please do it. You had so much to say about this child. Did. What was growing out of her scalp that God gave her. (laughs) What her parents were doing with what was growing out of her scalp Mm -hmm. that God gave her. And what they weren't doing. Now here you are, (sighs) committed to a life of lace. And nothing but. (laughs) 
hairline that recedes every year. Meanwhile, the doll that you were also worried about. Child. More hair than your whole bloodline. <laughs> I'm just, when will you, how dare you, in fact? Yeah. And you should have seen it coming. See, this is what happens when you leave your baby alone. You leave her hair alone. You ain't got her in the shop like a grown woman getting her edges snatched back into some two tight braids or putting a perm on her head for, you know, baby first day of kindergarten. This is what happens. And Blue we, Ivy is flourishing. Oh, we love everybody. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Everybody and all hair and all head. No, I'm talking to the people everybody. who... Specifically? Yes. Yes, specifically, the fuck. I am talking to those of you who had something stank and terrible to say about that baby's head. I am talking to you, hoes. And the the, the true gag is, in, in that photo with the two sentences, with emojis as well, mm-hmm. Beyonce not only gave you a, uh, another look at her child's full head of hair. Right. She said, look at, look at what she came from. <laughs> I would like you to know that my child mm-hmm. is not bald. Because look at... I mean, she literally was never when they did the Hello Blue Ivy Carter Tumblr. No, but she, she does not have to worry hair. about that. <laughs> does not. Look what she... Listen. <laughs> I got this. I've always had this. Yeah. My child... Yeah. You see how at seven we were Me? twins? You see how the, I'm perfect. Therefore, <laughs> Blue Ivy Carter will also. Y'all never had to worry about her follicles. They Mind came from me. Your <laughs> beauty shop. And that's it. And that's what the fuck you, you do. You worry about what's growing on your head and your baby's head and pay less attention to what Beyonce is doing with her baby's head. What the fuck are we here to do? I don't even... We're doing a mailbag episode today. So, yes. Oh, but I wanted to do an update on the Fire Festival documentary. I did watch the Netflix one. Right. It is very good. I think they're good in different ways. The Hulu one gets into Billy himself and his, like, lifetime of scamming and how we got to the Fire Festival. The Netflix one goes into the people who were affected by the Fire Festival and, like, really digs deep. It has a lot of behind-the-scenes footage because, of course, like I said, the same people who produced the doc were also uh, promoting, right, and marketing the festival. But it gets into the mess. (laughs) It has some wild moments. I'm going to watch the Hulu one first. I haven't looked at either yeah, one. Yeah, honestly, so. and everybody, quite a few people were like, that's the way to do it. Like, the Hulu one really sets the foundation for the Fire Festival itself. So I think that's a good order to watch it in, but definitely watch them both. It's still so fascinating to me that they happen to put out Fire Festival docs at the same time. Well, Hulu knew that Netflix's was dropping and dropped theirs early. Like, oh, four word. or five days before the Netflix. Oh, I love mass. Nobody knew Hulu was putting one out. So they came out of nowhere and was like, oh, was y'all looking forward to a Fire Festival documentary? I know at least like two human beings at Netflix were like, who the fuck? <laughs> like, and that's all the fun. <laughs> that's all the fun I need. Because like nobody, in the, the grand scheme, everybody's watching both of them. Right. And I've heard b- good things about both everybody of them. Everybody is watching both of them. So I'm sure it's a win for both streaming did. services. They went ahead and was <laughs> like, I know y'all was looking forward to Netflix's thing, but here go one I know at least early. somebody with an office, at least someone <laughs> at Netflix, and probably some of the producers were like, what the fuck oh yeah all the slacks and g chats about that shit i think i feel like in real life netflix and hulu like employees probably get along yeah but then you know social media probably turns things into a like more of a joking kind of back you know and forth who fight. hate each other agents and attorneys okay yes they hate each other <laughs> yes, <they do. laughs> like, like, i feel like producers and writers and stuff like that oftentimes will be yeah. like oh yeah girl so you oh, yeah. gala or oh, whatever right of course well, especially because media companies there's so much turnover like 
you can't really be hating people like that because you I probably go right. work that's with true. them in the next couple well, of months. That's true too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only when you get to like the real higher ups and yeah, the people who are involved in legalities and technicalities and such as. But yes, excellent so work that y'all did on those uh, movies. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. As I ascend... Mm-hmm. into the magic that Square Enix and Disney and Tetsuya mm-hmm. I know have, have blessed into my life. You guys can ascend into the mess that we're about to read from these mailboxes <laughs> or this mailbox. Woo, so I saw always something in here. Yeah, I found some cute stuff. Uh, I'm going to start this week since this one is actually, uh, it says, my name is Roxas and my cousin is having a baby with a trashy, trashy ass white girl help. Now for you, Roxas is a character from Kingdom Hearts. So I felt like. Definitely why did not, not catch that. I just bef- thought why would you? It was like a cute twist on Roxy. Sure. That's what I thought. Okay. Is it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so it says, hey guys, you can call me Roxas. My cousin slash best friend, you can call him Riku, which I thought, why not call him Sora then, since Roxas and Sora were like more... Mm-hmm. cousin uh, Yeah. Really? Oh. Ish. My Beyonce, my third eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's been clicking lately. Solange is coming. That's probably what it is. 
I feel I, Solange yes. on the verge. I feel Solange on the mm-hmm. verge. But mm-hmm. Beyonce, Solange has been seen filming things, and she's mm-hmm. starting to get cute on that Instagram. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's what it is. She's My real powers have been like, bitch. Yeah. stay ready. Something's coming. Yep, yep, yep. Um. So it says you can call him Riku, the cousin slash best friend. Uh, he's the nicest man I know. I mean, he's truly one of those really great unicorn black men who loves. <laughs> like Deval, remember when you called like Deval a unicorn? Because you know I'm not easy on niggas, and Deval We're continuously not. impressed me to the yeah. point where I was like, okay, I don't, I don't understand. Where did this person come from? Um, who loves any and all people and would do anything to help anyone in need. He's treated me, the gay cousin, like gold since we were oh. children. Even though the rest of our family is as homophobic as expected for a Southern black family. The issue is he is kind to a fault. It's almost as if he's a total pushover. Anytime someone does something that makes him uncomfortable, he just shrugs and acts totally apathetic about it. And it has been like that since we were children. I've always been uh, his sounding board when he comes to vent. And I've been his mouthpiece for things that he doesn't want to say out loud. Here comes the mess. A few years ago, he started dating this random white girl who isn't awful, but definitely is not the one for my cousin. (laughs) I don't even know how the fuck you do this shit every week, bitch. I can't even get through (laughs) half of it without laughing. She's pretty, tr- uh, she's pretty trashy and opportunistic. Well, they dated for about a year, then broke up. She moved on to one of our close family friends wow. and dated that man for about three years. Gross. He took care of her, took her on family trips, did Christmas together, all of that mess. Well, recently, she and our family friend broke up, and guess where she ended up? No, not back with the cousin. My aunt started surprising, in quotes, my cousin with said white girl in different places, like home and even our black-ass church. going as far as introducing him as Riku's little friend. (laughs) So let me tell you something. I mean, mean, let me ask you something. So your auntie, I'm assuming a part of the homophobic Southern black family, is bringing this trash-ass white girl who fucked the family friend and then went back to your cousin cousin. and is like, hey, malls. Your auntie, (laughs) a.k.a. your cousin's mama? Because that's even worse. Lord, okay. What's the, let's keep going. <laughs> well, fast forward a few weeks and now she's pregnant with Riku's child. Help God. I know fucking, I know fucking always happens when exes pop up, but damn, nigga, this girl, I'm super distraught because he's very uncomfortable, but due to how he's always been, he's very apathetic about having a child with this girl. Oh, no. He's even told me that he doesn't even like the girl and she's, and she has a racist ass family. Well, Shocker. Okay. I want to pop off in the family group chat, but I feel as though I am overstepping my boundaries. Am I out of line for feeling the way I feel? Should I just chill out, live out the curse of being the vocal family member? I would love your input. Thanks, Roxas. Roxas? So the thing is, like, your opinions aren't wrong. They're they're totally right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I feel the same way that you feel. Sure do. However, when it boils down to it, your cousin chose to fuck this trashy See? white girl with a racist family. There it is. Even though she had dated a close family friend for three mm-hmm. years and he, I guess, still brought her around to family events. So that must have been so awkward for your cousin. I do not understand why he chose to sleep with that girl after all them years. But if he's a pushover, then I could absolutely see her yeah. easily being like, hey, W.Y.D. <laughs> and him being like, huh, pussy. Come on. Right. And, and you know, for straight niggas, sometimes that's all it takes. That's really all it you takes. You really in my inbox offering up some pussy, so I'm going to take it. 
Yeah, sorry. I think. And if he is this great unicorn ass nigga and stuff like that, it's not even surprising to me that she like ran back over there and was like, you know, because that's you know a good guy according to you, who also is probably not going to do too much uh, arguing or sticking up for himself, even though he knows and you know that Mm -hmm. you trash. It sounds like he's been taught to suppress his feelings all his life. Like you said, he just kind of shrugs things off when people do him wrong or like something fucked up happens. And it kind of sounds like if the Amy is the one who brought this white girl back around his face, if that Amy is also his mama, it sounds like he got that because his mama showed him throughout his life that how he felt about something really didn't matter and he was going to have to accept it anyway. Because I don't... This mama does sense. sound like she... If that's the mama. Whoever this woman right. is does sound and like she's... And I don't she's... know why some other Annie was right. the one. That's even... Oh, Lord. That would be even This weirder. is just weird. She she does too much. It sounds that's for like, sure. Yeah, it sounds like he has <laughs> grown up in a household where the way he felt about things ultimately didn't matter. So he learned to shrug things off and just accept it easily. I mean, or, or it could really just be his personality type where he's just like, girl. Mm. Well, he's because, like apathetic about having this baby, but also is like not being honest with the girl about how he feels. One of my friends, one of my siblings is, is I wouldn't say pushover by any means, but is definitely the type to just be like, oh, whatever, and shrug things off. Whereas I, especially now, and for most of my life, honestly, especially like starting in adolescence, was always the girl that's like, well, this is what I've got to say right now at the motherfucking moment. Yes. <laughs> like not and in those words, out. obviously, right. in the house. But I was always more vocal and and willing to be like, um, I do not like this or this is how the fuck I feel about wow, that. nice. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's nice that your so, parents allowed you to do that. I mean, too, and it, like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just barking. No, I know you wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I but I was more self-expressive. Out in the way that I felt about things and also the way that I am today where I wear my my emotions on my sleeve has Mm -hmm. also been so even if I didn't want to say something it was very apparent how I felt about stuff whereas other people in the house weren't necessarily like that mm-hmm. so i'm saying like he could just be the type of person who is like i don't even my brother's like that things. he's very easygoing always has been all of our lives he just kind of rolls with the punches and just goes with whatever and i am not that way right yeah so you never know like but that if you if you naturally show that type of personality to in my opinion especially from a young age people around you just get used to you being someone that they can get away with certain stuff with good or bad you know like whether it's i'm going to go and get pregnant by you or it's like hey can you watch my baby for me real quick like (laughs) right you know you're the person who i know like if i just want to vent if i just want to talk about the same bitch at work that I hate, that it's really my fault that I hate them, but nobody else will listen. I know that you will. Like that person, when you're, when you put that energy out in the world and people get used to you being that person, I feel like you attract bullshit because people know that they can get away with bullshit with you. Yeah. And so I understand you being the cousin, especially recognizing that your cousin is a really good guy and wanting the best for him and like to protect him and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. To, like, step in and stuff. But what you just said is correct. Like, <laughs> he is still an adult at this point, right. And he did put his dick in a place right. that he makes babies. he voluntarily fucked her. He yep. knew what he was doing. So, I mean, you can go in the group chat, you know, blah, blah, busting on niggas. But I just don't. It The facts are still the facts and things still are what they are. Yeah, because it's like, okay, it would be one thing if, like, the girl just came back and you just didn't like her. Right. Mm -hmm. Because then I could easily see me going to another cousin, to my mom or whoever, and being like, so Wendy feels like she could just go and fuck 
uh, Pijo, but then she could come back over here and Honestly, like your family kind of don't make no sense anyway. The fact that the family friend was allowed to bring your cousin's ex around the fa- the fact that the family friend was even like, oh yeah, let's do this, and yeah. for three backs back right. years, that ain't no loyalty. You not a family friend no more if you do some shit like that, nigga. Does he have any form of help besides you, my nigga? Okay, like, damn, like y'all Roxas, are all y'all got. get him a, a, a Donald and a Goofy. That doesn't make any sense to you, but Donald and Goofy are part of the goof troop. No, nope. Okay, <laughs> they're the friends though on Disney, and when, yeah, and they're like they roll in the same clique. I've seen anime. The main character of Kingdom. <laughs> So. Main character of Kingdom Hearts is best friends with Donald and Goofy. Donald is a wizard, and Goofy is a knight, oh. and they're like his partners. They protect him mm. and fight in the name of friendship. Is Mickey the main man in He's Kingdom the king. Hearts? He is. Okay. He's the king. All right. Well, that's fun. And a badass. Okay. I think and no one fucks with Mickey. <laughs> okay. He's legit a legend. Okay, so he's like obsidian of Kingdom Hearts. No. No, he's not. But he's like Rose. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's actually right. a lot like Rose. I get it. Okay, well, I, I kind of get it. Sure. All right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, like, I feel you, sir. Um, Good luck. But at the end of the day, like, even if you did have a family that wasn't acting weird about this trash which situation, they which yeah, they, are, they are, but even if they didn't and you went to them and they were like, yeah, we agree with you, what are they supposed to say? Like, she's still going to have a baby by this nigga. Like, they're supposed to say, like, hey, don't take care of it. Right. <laughs> like, she ain't going nowhere now. Yeah. And that's because your nigga, your cousin fucked her. Yeah. And if your whole family is just kind of sitting back like, la-da-da, this is normal, it might just right. be like a Steven Universe situation where you're the weirdo and you don't fit in with these people. <laughs> And you just gonna have to spread your wings and fly. Sometimes it'd be like that. But he, the, the fucked up situation is that, like, he, his cousin has expressed to him mm-hmm. that he doesn't like the girl. I mean, but what what can you say? I wish you could go back in time and not fuck her. What can you do? You can't do nothing about that. She's like, pregnant. All you, Everything you can do about it now is illegal. Best, best case scenario at this one, I would say, like, you can say to him, hey, I'm... I'm here, here to for listen you when you to need you to yeah. talk about how much you hate her or whatever. <laughs> There's not really much else. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much all you can do that won't get you arrested. So. And I mean, it you. says here, should I just chill out and live out the curse? Like, so you kind of understood. Yeah. Was. You knew. You knew. You ain't out of line for feeling the way you feel. That part I disagree with. But hey. Yeah. Bruh. Niggas. Your feelings are your feelings and you are allowed to have them and process them and think about why you have them. Amen. All right, next question (laughs) comes from Lachey. I really believe that. No, I do. I met my best friend at work, fresh out of grad school, and she became like family. I'm married and recently had a baby after almost seven years of infertility and miscarriages. I vented to my best friend over the years, and she seemed somewhat supportive. But infertility is one of those one of those things that if you haven't lived it, you may not understand. I know that's right. My friend was in a long term relationship that ended quite dramatically, and she started dating online after. She was hoeing around with random guys and everyone she met was the one until something happened and they broke up. (laughs) I was always a judgment-free sounding board for her. I found a very creative way to tell her I was pregnant after an intense fertility treatment cycle and her reaction was kind of meh, but I didn't read into it. I don't know this bitch, dude. About nine weeks later, she informed me that she too was pregnant. Here's the thing. She was pregnant by this dude she met online less than four months prior. 
Interestingly, when she was telling me about her pregnancy, she kept oh, stressing Lord. about how she'd been off birth control for many years and it was her first time ever getting pregnant and it wasn't planned. I was excited for her, but a few weeks later, she had a miscarriage scare that sent her to the ER and that was traumatic for me. It made me realize that for the sake of my own pregnancy, I was going to have to back off a bit to take care of myself. She has lots of family and friends here and she would be very well supported. She brought up my baby shower later and I politely declined her offer to host it because I didn't want to stress her out or be the one responsible for her swollen feet at the end Uh of the day. She attended it, but didn't seem too happy. I didn't want to think this, but I'm starting to realize my best friend may have gotten pregnant on purpose. She hasn't had much going for her while I've moved on from our old job to a new one that pays me twice as much, bought a house, a brand new car, and won awards over the last two years. I've been very supportive during all her downs through this and tried to encourage her, but she's a bit of an underachiever. My baby is now three months old and my best friend hasn't seen her or even held her. I've sent pictures, but she hasn't asked how the baby is or tried to come see her. She stopped by my house once to pick up a document and the baby was upstairs with my grandma and she didn't try to stay to see her and spent the entire time talking about herself. I'm disappointed and I'm not sure I want to continue this friendship because I sense some jealousy. Am I overreacting or reading too much into the situation? How would you suggest I proceed with this? I'm usually the one to confront situations, but with her due date fast approaching, I would hate to be the one to set a pregnant woman off into labor due to stress. Thanks, Lachey. So here's the thing. Um, If her due date is fast approaching, I say leave her ass alone and let her have her baby. Um, And, and, you know hopefully have a happy, healthy relationship with that baby for a little while and then reconvene and everybody is, you know, kicking into motherhood for a couple right. of weeks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it just don't even need... That's not even something that you need to to be worried about right now. In my opinion, you have a three-month-old. Congratulations. And go in and, and change that stinky little thing right. and <laughs> love all on it and all of that stuff and be happy in that situation. And, you know, wish her well on her journey for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then when you guys are comfortable, then you can possibly talk about that. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do. It's just not even... I get it. And it sucks to feel that way about a friendship, especially given what you have been through, what she knows you've been through. And I completely understand that feeling of like, uh, girl, so hey, are you happy for me or not? <laughs> like, are we right. friends or not? But... It's just, I feel like given all that's going on with the both of you, it's not even a priority at the moment. It yeah. doesn't need to be. Um, The whole issue of her getting pregnant on purpose, I don't think is really an issue. If she yeah. did, that's, I mean, it's not really any of your concern anyway. It's kind of her thing. Yeah. Trying to have a baby to keep up with somebody else sounds, I hope that she did not do that. But uh, I totally agree that there's no reason to stress her out with her about to give birth. And honestly, maybe she'll have this baby in y'all's friendship will just naturally end because she will be wrapped up in her newborn. You certainly are wrapped up in yours. And it may just be months that y'all go without speaking anyway. I think Mm -hmm. you probably should have after her miscarriage scare, which was, you know, I'm sure very frightening for her. And of course, triggering and traumatic for you because you've been through so many. I probably would have told her to her face like, sis, love you down. However, this right here has fucked my mental health up because it takes me back to a dark place. 
So forgive me that I'm going to have to keep my distance for a while. And, you know, prayerfully, we can yeah. come back and, you know, get to a good place. I feel that. Because when you kind of just decide to be emotionally distant and then she asks to host your baby shower, and you're like, oh, no, girl. Like, but this is supposed to be your best friend. It's kind of like, mm. mm-hmm. like, I'm not even nowhere close to pregnant. And Jade is already telling me how she's planning my baby shower. Right. I'm like, girl, what? So I feel like, you know, there's it's not just her. I feel like there's some communication issues on your side as well but nothing that probably couldn't be worked out if hormones weren't like flooding the both of you the way they are yeah so i would you know let her have the baby send congratulations well wishes send up a, a casserole or whatever y'all do over in the uk when people have babies i don't know <laughs> do y'all come over and give new mothers food well that's what we do in the south i don't know if y'all do that in england but people just bring it's like when somebody dies, they just bring like a month's oh, worth of God. food to your house and they clean up for you. It's very nice. But uh, yeah, I would do that and kind of, you know, try to check in with her. But I also wouldn't be like constantly trying to talk to her about it either. Like if you are initiating conversation and she just lets it die, then let it die and go focus on your baby. And maybe y'all talk about it later. All right. Good luck, Lachey. This letter comes from... Because I don't know, just make something up. Okay. I'm going to call you um, Laquita. You're a regular here. It says, Dear Crystal and Kid Fury, uh, I'm a 30-year-old straight single mom after leaving an awful six-year relationship with baby daddy last January. Dating has been a struggle. Having a hard time enjoying being around men. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) I was convinced that I am asexual. Dating has merely become a thing to do when I want free things. <laughs> what a mood. <laughs> I decided to get back on Tinder while holding very low expectations. Oh, no. I swiped right on this guy whose profile mentioned him uh profile mentioned he's polyamorous. Didn't care. Again, my expectations were low. We met up for drinks and turns out he's a big ass nerd, like stereotype nerd, picture black SpongeBob. Not my type in the slightest, but I actually liked him. He's so sweet and funny. We hit it off famously and rather quickly. I was swoon in capital letters, which is nice since I haven't even had crushes on anyone in years. We went back to his house where I noticed his comic book selection. When I asked him about it, he reminded me that he's Polly and the comic books were his girlfriends. It caught me off guard because that detail slipped my mind entirely. So I told him I forgot. We talked a little bit about his relationship with her. You forgot he had a girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure he did. I guess they were just like... You were swoon. Talking you, about you totally forgot. nerd stuff. Yeah, got you. He said that his girlfriend cheated on him, and as a result, they opened their relationship. <laughs> and she put what oh, in parentheses? Yeah, same. He told me that she's been with... How do you read these in life? He told me that she's been with several others... And he has been with zero in their whole three-year relationship. Well, I was his first. He's also said that he hates the guy that she's seeing on the side, understandably. He said that he's really awkward, so he has a hard time meeting girls. He just stays at home while his girlfriend messes with other people. LMAO. His girlfriend? Somebody crown that bitch. Anyway, I can tell he's really into me and I like him too. If he wasn't a nerd, I would feel the same way. (laughs) Anyway, I can tell he's really into me and I like him too. So we fuck. Ha ha. He must have said, I can't believe we're having sex right now. I can't believe we just had sex a number of times during and after. 
I would like to mention now, uh, the subject of this email is, I can't believe we're having sex right now, <laughs> but it's with the, like, capital and lowercase all jumbled up. Oh, yeah, up. the Spongebob. Like the Spongebob meme. <laughs> the Spongebob That's why I picked it. Okay. Um, where was I? Anyway, I can tell you da, 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 a number of times during and after. We hung out five times in these two short weeks. He's eager to spend time with me and he seems genuinely interested in what I got going on. I really do wish I was the progressive poly type. Sadly, I am not, but I really do like him. So my questions are, does this sound like he's a dopey ass pushover who's with this girl because he's badly in love with her? Yes. Or maybe just scared of being lonely. Probably oh, that so too. too. Yeah. <laughs> How do I tell him this shit is just not for me without sounding like I'm giving him an ultimatum? Thank you so much. Love you too. Well, what you mean ultimatum? Ultimatum? For what? What? Y'all not in a relationship, right? Like y'all no. fucked once? Or I hope it wasn't more than once. If he did all that, I can't believe we having sex. I'm sorry. My pussy would have dried up immediately. <laughs> like what you mean? You can't believe it. You can't believe. Oh, no. <laughs> Get, okay, so since you can't believe it, it's finna not happen. Because <laughs> that, that is not a turn on at all. Ugh. <laughs> no, sir. I, I mean, you don't owe this man anything, so I don't understand why you're so worried but about... But she likes him. That's not. That, I don't think that she's trying to, like, she's not trying to save this Well, nigga. based off what you've said, it sounds like he needs to do a lot of work on himself. Right. It sounds like he decided to open the relationship so that he wouldn't lose like his girlfriend decided. even well, though she maybe, cheated. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. She was like, you're if right. we're going to stay together, then I got to be able to see other people and we can both date other people and just be in this she relationship. She sounded like that cheating ass bitch from last week. Who was like, <laughs> okay, who was like, I just want to keep my bills paid but so also fuck other people. my niggas people. in the military, right. he's deployed, <laughs> possibly risking his natural <laughs> life, but the dick over here is just, it's all right. Oh, like, bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, I except you know at least the military husband didn't agree to no open relationship. Right. This I feel like this brother has self esteem problems because when faced with his girlfriend's infidelity, he decided to he pretend to like they wanted to be polyamorous. Right. He didn't want to be polyamorous. He wanted her. Yeah. And she didn't want to stay faithful to him. So this is the reason I picked this question. Right. I picked it because I feel like she has two ways to go here okay one of them is to just leave that nigga alone which is probably the easiest yes, one that's to what do I suggest. but my <laughs> if you take the other route it's messier okay it's messier it's a little petty because you could more than likely steal this nigga and then at the same time you definitely could, but why would you no shade won't him <laughs> Because she likes him. But why? I'm doing all of this because, I, listen, you like this nigga. I'm telling you <laughs> the two routes that you have. The easier, cleaner, nicer one would be for you to get right back on Tinder and find less dick with less baggage. Mm -hmm. But if you like the nigga like that and really do want to keep hanging out with him or whatever, you could very easily convince him to just leave his girlfriend and be with you. Yeah, you could. And he probably wouldn't cheat. <laughs> Don't sound like it. But... I just, like you could do that if you just really wanted to but I feel like this man needs to be single I don't think he needs to go from one relationship to another one I think he needs to be by himself on, and work on his issues not being a nerd there's nothing wrong with that actually there's a third route which I thought of earlier and I don't know why I forgot Okay, but now that you mentioned that you could try this, this one's just less realistic Okay, you could try to like be friends with him 
and like say all of the things that you're saying right mm-hmm. now. Like, so um, don't want to date, can't do the poly thing, not for me. Also, clearly not for you. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Like, as a homegirl, um, you know that bitch is trash, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know we've slept together, but I'm being objective when I tell you that girl's a mess. Yeah. You deserve better than going along with something you really don't want to do because you're scared of losing her. She's not worth this. <laughs> he needs somebody to be real like that with him. Now, if you... The, the reason I say it's less realistic is because, once again, I'm operating off of you saying that you like him. Right. Okay, so if you do really like him like that, then just being friends with him, especially after y'all have already had sex, even though the sex sounded awkward and weird and I wouldn't want to do it ever again no. either. But, <laughs> like, would not. that might be a, a little bit more difficult. But if you could see yourself just being friends with him, then I would definitely just be his homie and be like, so mm-hmm. let's talk about the fact that this girl is absolutely, like, horrible and you need to be single and, like, have some confidence. Yeah. The friend thing might be hard because y'all have already had sex and he was clearly so hype about it, but I feel like you know, trying to help him get out of this shitty situation is probably the maximum I would be willing to do. I would I'm want to. Going to. I mean, I understand you like him, but I, I mean, I like a lot of people. Being in a relationship with them is a whole nother thing. And I mean, I mean, I mean just like you could date him. You don't have to be in a relationship. Yeah, with but him. dating means taking on somebody else's baggage, and it sounds like this man has a lot. And I just am not in a place in my life where I want to shoulder all that. That's that's very factual. But I am not this lady. So whichever one of these options sounds best to you, if you're like, fuck Chris and Kiffy, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. That's fine as well. I think the easiest, again, the easiest, cleanest approach for this is to go on Bachelor Business and leave SpongeBob and Bikini Bottom. Yes. You're, you know, like the nicest possible thing you could do keeping involved with him and also cleanest while being involved is staying friends with him and, right. and, and being like a good friend mm-hmm. but if you like him like I want to like pursue things you can go that route too probably wouldn't even be that complicated for you but it's gonna definitely be messy right you can you could I'm certain you could take this nigga from his girlfriend but Quite then easy. you would have to be his girlfriend <laughs> then so <laughs> you so you know you do whatever you want to do girl. I mean or you could continue dating him or whatever and in the process of dating him and be like mm, you know like Go and date some other people and da da da. da. Oh no, he's not gonna do that. Anyways, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he's not polyamorous. <laughs> he needs or confident. <laughs> right. He, so he deserves better Give than that. Give him a confident boost. Take him to the club. Take him to a strip club. Uh, that might not be a confidence boost. Take him to the strip club. Strip clubs don't count because you can get confidence just if, if you have enough ones. All you have to do is have enough ones. I mean, start the energy of being around him with other girls. Oh, okay. You know, get that they get that started. Sure, whatever you think is best, and good luck to y'all as y'all work. Whatever, <laughs> I can't Give us believe an update, we have sex. Happen. Yeah, I would have gotten up and deleted his number out my phone. All right, our next question. Thought, comes. Anyways, let me be quiet. <laughs> no, you're gonna say something terrible. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, you don't want to. No, it's all right. What's, sure? what's your letter? <laughs> so arugula says, "I'm a 24 year old bisexual cis woman." For most of my life, I've been crazy about romantic relationships, daydreaming about them, getting jealous about them, and imagining a future where I have a boo and am thus living my best life. (sighs) I've had one actual relationship during adulthood and several situationships that ended in them being like, oh, you took it to heart when I said I really liked you and we had good sex and talked all the time? Uh And me and my depression working together to tear my ass up over it for weeks. 
For the past year or so, I've been busier with work, taking care of myself and making friends, lots of non-relationship stuff, and I love not thinking about it as much, if at all. I've put myself into the mindset that I'm probably not going to find a partner and I'm still going to have a great life full of love. People hear this and, of course, want to say, but you're so young and green. There's someone. She did the SpongeBob font. (laughs) When I wish they'd say, yeah, that's possible and you are still going to have a great life. And the devil has many forms, my libido, it being cold as fuck, the OkCupid app, etc. That tempt me to go back to my pining ways. I just follow Crystal on Instagram and I'm really interested in your thoughts around relationship standards and doing what the fuck you want because you want to and don't need a partner to do it. I would love to hear the two of you talk about keeping momentum and staying focused when you're single. It seems like doing so comes naturally to the both of you, but I'd still like to hear that put into words. Have you ever heard someone say that you should jack off before you message somebody on an app just to make sure your head's on straight? Yeah, does it? Who bears a name for that? Was it on Insecure? Didn't they give a name for that? I don't remember it. I don't remember. I don't remember either, what the but term I feel like was. they talked about but that. that may, I was going to say I've definitely heard this concept before. Yeah, I've heard of it a few yeah. times. But he, hearing y'all talk about being single and happy with it would be great to listen to before I respond to my ex fuck buddy's text. Oh girl, <laughs> Lord! Seeing new episodes pop up on my phone always makes me smile. Oh, this is so sweet. She's saying nice things. Stay warm. All my love, Arugula. The name Arugula makes me think of the cartoon Chowder. Also, a really good show. Everybody on there had a name after. After a food. Cartoon so Chowder? Around. Cartoon called Chowder. Very um, underrated. Okay. Anyways. Um, so, arugula. <laughs> How do you stay focused when you're single and not be out here worried about these niggas? How do you not do it? <sighs> hmm. She says she's 24? Y- yeah. And has been, you know, oh my God, a bay, a boo. I know. I just, 2019 I, I year of the bay and um, yeah this is how y'all are i don't know man you just kinda gotta i don't have an answer for this this is hard for me because i naturally don't want nobody in my face right <laughs> well i don't even really feel that way but i used to feel a lot more like this me too but then i do now i just kind of grew up and started accepting that's what i think cold hard facts of being in a relationship like people look at it through rose-colored glasses when real life relationships take work on both sides and a lot of fucking patience and listening and Mm -hmm. all that bullshit that i simply don't want to do 24 year like the only answer i could possibly think to give you is that it it naturally would come to you possibly because i know people who in their 40s and still feel it like that Mm -hmm. god bless them right but i know what it feels like to be 24 and feel like oh my goodness what is he i just (laughs) i just i need a a love in my whatever yeah and now i'm not against it or whatever but i'm just like in time you know i'm so much more focused on feeling accomplished and fulfilled in the goals that I have personally and the things that I want to do with my life that I know like when that is supposed to happen, it will just naturally find its groove. Right. I don't even, I literally don't even have the time to be worried about that, Mm. you know? Um, So I think that like you do you like naturally 24 Mm -hmm. years old, you're still like you're gonna so think things about love and dating right now that when you're like 28 you will be like bitch <laughs> what the fuck was I on? you know much less your 30s <laughs> right so your views on on all of this is going to to morph as time goes along as well anyway plus 
you know, if you date niggas, then Ooh, Chile, <laughs> so much harder. Each, each one will be will be a scar and when I'm and sorry, a lesson learned. I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, I'm joking. Are you are you joking? I don't. I'm 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 embellishing. I'm not really doing adding that. a little spice. No, I'm just saying, I'm like the more lie. dating that that you you go through and stuff, the more lessons that you learn. The more you learn yes. about yourself, the more you learn about how you love and how you do not want to be loved, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so, it just comes with experience, girl. Just date and and don't expect anything of it. Yes, even if it's a situationship and you find yourself like really feeling somebody, if they said from the beginning like look this is what it is and even if and the thing is a lot of people especially at your age y'all don't really know what the fuck y'all doing you know you don't want to be in a relationship but you don't know how to establish boundaries and say this is what I'm willing to do and this is what I am not willing to do under these circumstances y'all all all trying to figure it out and you fucking your way through it (laughs) so (laughs) I would say you know try to approach dating with just the I'm getting to know this person I'm adding some more dating experience to my life instead of I'm finna find me a husband right like it doesn't have to be that way (laughs) and I don't I mean I don't like that you've already put yourself into the mindset that you're probably not going to find a romantic partner like but i do like that you follow that up with i'm still going to have a great life full of love yes yes that is what matters i agree i'm not saying i don't necessarily agree that you're probably not going to find one but it is so important to focus on like having your life and your dreams and your goals and prioritizing yourself because at 24 with no kids why the hell not (laughs) Like, girl, this is your time to focus on you. And you've been doing that for the past year. And that is great. But you still kind of have these moments where you want to go back to being hard eye emoji over these niggas. And I just. That's just natural. Sure. I've I've heard that some of you have these feelings. Especially at that age, girl. (laughs) Come on. Like, it's just natural to be like, oh, you know, I wouldn't mind being up underneath somebody. Right. Or if all your friends have a man, you're like, wow, really? So I'm just the only bitch over here. Netflix and chilling by myself. I have been there. Sure. That's nice. This is real fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So all you niggas are really just going to make out right here in front of my face. Okay. So y'all just going to hold hands. Well, I guess I'll watch Bird Box alone. tonight <laughs> yeah uh block your ex fuck buddies don't go back to niggas that you used to fuck make new mistakes with new dicks yeah. and yeah approach dating more like a learning experience instead of you know some mission that you have to cross off or some accomplishment you have to achieve before you hit whatever age because that's not how it works it's very easy to sign a marriage license with somebody else it's very difficult to maintain a marriage yeah so yeah, that would be my advice to you. But, you know, ultimately, you are going to be fine and have great accomplishments and lots of love and support and joy in your life, even if you never get married. It's very possible. I can't wait for you to be 34 and be like, girl. Right. When you're 34, <laughs> you look back at your 24-year-old. Because, so, first of all, I barely even remember things that happened when I was 24. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> barely even uh, recall until my friends are like, bitch, remember that time we went to the gay club and you lost your panties? And yeah, I'm like, big mood. got you, ho. Yeah, got you. Reminders. Yes. So don't don't sweat the small stuff. Amen. All right. So this letter comes um, from Petunia. It says, okay. um, greetings. I am a single black female currently in pursuit of higher education and financial security. Petunia gets it. I live in a predominantly white suburb in the Trump state of Ohio. Periodically, I will park the vehicle that I pay for 
in an unassigned parking space in the condo community where I pay a homeowner's association fee to enter my condo that I pay mortgage on. Y'all are so funny. I am blessed to have a garage parking space as well. But being that I am uh, singularly responsible for getting my groceries and myself inside safely, I often prefer to park in the space closest to my building's entrance. This space is unmarked, no handicap sign. On more than one occasion, the elderly Anglo-Saxons, who some would refer to as neighbors, have encouraged me to park elsewhere, as they are old raggedy smokers who prefer to take less steps from their Confederate flag-adorned offspring's vehicles to the entrance of the building. I smile and ignore them. (laughs) Today, there was a typed courtesy request on my door. From the property manager, asking that all residents be considerate of Lou Ellen. (laughs) Wow. I bet that's her real name, too. She did not change that for the show. She did not. (laughs) Uh, Who is wheelchair bound? Is that one of the white people? Uh, Yes. Lou Ellen, who is wheelchair bound, and asked that we not park in the space closest to the entrance. Apparently, Llewellyn's daughter complains that it's difficult for her to get her mother into the car if that space is occupied. Mind you, the curb is sloped and therefore very wheelchair accessible from any parking space. My question to you both is, should I, uh, should I acquiesce this courtesy request or continue to park as I please and send Llewellyn my thoughts in <laughs> You ain't shit, girl. Thanks for your help. Petty, please. Petty, please. Petunia. Oh, Petunia. So I ordinarily, I would say, leave the spots closest to the door for people who need them. However, in this case, since they're since they have the Confederate flag on their cars, they seem racist. And therefore, I don't want to give them any sort of concessions. And I don't care about being nice. Or yeah. Anything if, else. if Lou Allen is part of the, the Confederate. Yeah. If she's MAGA, crew, then I don't give a fuck. I wouldn't. If give it was an old black personally. lady asking me not to park there, I would never park there again. <laughs> I would never I would dream of it. Facts. <laughs> OK, I will leave a post it on the ground that says I am so sorry, May. <laughs> I would, Miss bring May. A, I would bring us I would bring us like let me tell you something <laughs> my apologies yeah, no um that. the property manager needs to go ahead and change those spots into handicap spots right if they only want Llewellyn to park there if it's not a handicap spot then you can fucking park there and you don't have to be courteous to somebody you don't fucking like Llewellyn better uh, find a way to get reserved parking tell her to ask Donald Trump to figure out a way Hello? to get her in and out of her house since she loved his ass so fucking I heard right. he's opening the, the governor up temporarily ask Llewellyn if in, in <laughs> okay. three weeks or whatever if Trump could get her a parking space something for yeah tell her, her to wheelchair. Right, Trump be like, I need I need somebody to come install a sign. I'm normally all for doing stuff like that. All Especially for in a wheelchair. I don't give a fuck if I don't like you or not. Well, I mean, honestly, wheelchair, pregnant, cane, elderly, I'm all for giving Same. those people your seats, give them your parking spots. But if I see you with a Trump anything on, you'll be lucky if I don't kick your ass <laughs> over. And them is just straight facts. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. That's all. That's it. I saw an old white man driving a Yukon on the way over here with a giant Trump banner on the back of his his car. And I was just thinking to myself, like, yo, like. 
in New York City. In, for, yes. He must First of all, I mean, I know Staten the nigga Island. from, you know, whatever. But Long like, Island. I was just like, oh, white man, like. Oh, no. that's Somebody tough. might try to run you off the road. Yeah. And then what you gonna do? Like, you about to get ran the fuck off the FDR? Like, you are, you have, listen, we paraded our Obama stickers around and pissed you racists off for years and years mm-hmm. and years. You are allowed to show support of your president. Your president. Sure you can. Yours. Mm-hmm. The one yours. Y'all elected. Okay, but he just incites so much rage <laughs> that I would be... Anyway. That's your decision. That's y'all's fucking decision to make. But once you out yourself as a racist, my consideration for you and your needs goes out the fucking window. So if the property manager cares that much about Llewellyn, then she need to put up a handicap sign and then you are legally cannot park there no more and, and that's then that's the that. end of the I mean then then you're following the yeah, law yeah this is not on you so I would continue to park there and smile at Llewellyn every time I saw her I would ass. also work on finding a place to live that I'm not I mean I don't know what Ohio get, Ohio gives Ohio is a swing state and so you know politically I feel like they're kind of all over the place I would not want to live live any lots place of where I'm liberals lots of flags. I mean honestly that is most of in the garage i'm living in i don't want to live there i grew up around the confederate flag all the time like to the point where i barely even noticed it anymore (sighs) so good luck to you girl but yeah fuck that our next question comes from is this a video game character p-i-k-l-i-z pickles pickles I don't know what that okay. is. Okay. Sometimes people put names in here. I don't know what they are. And I think they're video game characters. Peakly? Pleakly? Pleakly? So, so Lilo and Stitch? P-I-K-L-I-Z? No, that's not even how you spell Pleakly. Okay. Well, then it must be Pickliss. All right. I don't right. know what that is. Pickliss says, I'm in a new relationship with a sweet man. He has a web design business, a good job in car, and he takes care of his mom. I would judge him for living at home, but he's a great guy and still in his 20s like me. We're both Haitian, which I love. Ideally, dating a Haitian man and passing on our culture is goals. Yes. Okay, I get it. He's a a gamer, which is fine, except I think it takes away from his appearance and hygiene. (laughs) That's not what does it, sis. It isn't, but he could work on his gut, whitening his teeth, and his sweating problem. He also needs a pedicure because then pointy toenails are a no-no. What do you like about it? He also has no fashion sense. You are flaming this man. My looks matter to me, and I want my man to have some level of concern about making a statement and impression. So I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of body and wellness things to fix, too, but I'm constantly telling him about my day and exercises and showing him perfumes while his ass is playing video games. My question is, do I have a right to check him on these things? Because it's not like I'm trying to change his personality. He's funny, sweet, a good listener, and great in bed. But am I wrong for trying to dress him up and make sure he smells good? How great is he in bed if he's staying? He sweats a lot, so he's not dirty, but he needs to to deodorize more frequently. You might if it's well not be dirty, musty, man. might as well be dirty. Like, what the fuck? Dirty might be better. Because <laughs> dirty, I can at least understand. You just got dirty, but... Ah! All right, anyway. <laughs> If it's not wrong to check him on these things, should I wait until it's been a few months? I don't want to mess this up, but honestly, as shitty as it sounds, but it's already. I can't imagine bringing him to meet my friends just yet. Tell me what you think. Love y'all for real, for real. Pick Liz. Y'all just be raising grown ass adults. Y'all do voluntarily. <laughs> y'all be like, my boyfriend is a five year old. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> and he still mama. lives at home with his mama. 
he still lives at home with his mama. So clearly his mama don't give a shit So either. he's being raised. S- sort of, I guess. <laughs> this is who he is. Like, I don't know. Is she wrong for wanting him to to do a little bit of maintenance before she brings him around? You're not wrong for wanting him to do those things. You're wrong for expecting him to. And I think that you're also wrong for remaining there. Um, let me tell you something. <laughs> Video games, um, I play them all of the time. Same. All of the time. They don't prevent me from washing myself. No. Um, Nor do they keep me musty. <laughs> <laughs> If I must, like, I'm actually not gonna sit there and play a video games. I'm not going to do it, and it's a distraction. I'm not even having fun no more because <laughs> yes! I smell. I'm not having fun if I'm funky. It's like if it, fun and funky. That's a song. Yes, let me write that down. Um, it's like like when I get up in the morning. Okay, I can't operate. Until my teeth have been brushed. Same. Nothing else can happen. Mm -hmm. I cannot do shit else. No. The worst times, (laughs) the worst mornings I've had are those mornings where we're traveling or something. We're in a hotel room and I didn't bring toothpaste with me. Because now I got to go and fucking find some. And I cannot, I don't want to to do anything. Can I borrow some toothpaste? He was like, can I? Because I don't want to do shit else. I know you don't. And that's one hundred percent. First thing that needs to happen. So like, I don't brush my teeth. I'm still asleep. Same. That's just it. Same. Honestly, don't talk to me because I'm going to be incredibly self conscious about what my mouth is producing right now. So um, you know, if you feel like being his mama, I guess like I don't know why you would it doesn't okay so he has a gut you don't like that he's sweat he stank he needs to whiten his teeth he needs a pedicure he has no fashion sense i think well first of all he had the gut when you met him so asking him to lose weight is fucked up and wrong (laughs) but i just think it is asking somebody to change their body type so that your friends are impressed is garbage and honestly the gut is like least, 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 the least, gut least. Is at the very bottom like, of the list of issues. The gut could go. And the yes, gut, the, the it's gut the can first go. thing she mentioned. The gut don't even need to be a part of the list. The it gut don't. can be. The you gut really could have just left the gut part out <laughs> because he had the gut when you met him. You love fucking him with the gut. So asking him to lose weight so that he's presentable for your friends is garbage. Sorry. If you want him to whiten his teeth, I mean. Unless it's an issue of him simply not brushing them thoroughly. Some people just don't have white teeth. Yeah, that's true. Some people naturally have stained or colored teeth. They're not some perfect accru or whatever they're supposed to be. And it is what it is. Now, he may have an issue with brushing thoroughly because so many other things on him Let's don't smell look at well. The list. But that's a bigger issue than just not having white teeth. Right. He sweats. Okay, we all sweat. Maybe he needs a better deodorant or a stronger one. Possibly. But everybody sweats. He needs a pedicure. Okay, bitch. Well, he needs a fucking pedicure. Now, and there got, we can go and do something. You some ain't got to go to the shop for that you can soak your feet in the tub at home listen cut your nails clean out from underneath them (laughs) it don't take a lot it's really not even that much you get you a little tub yes and a little kit okay get started get you some mary Kay or whatever get you one of them (laughs) little pumice stones they got them everywhere now (laughs) and but really scrubbing your feet your heels and stuff getting that dead skin off and clipping your nails your feet will feel better you may he may find it easier to walk or stand upright but like this is a a man in his 20s lord knows i do go out and get my pedicures but when i do 
especially if it's been a while. Yeah. And they get that dead, they get that dead skin off. It feels phenomenal. It feels like a brand new foot. Yes. Like a brand new foot. When I do a baby foot peel, it's one of these peels. It's like you put these little booties on and then your feet slowly start to peel over days. It is disgusting. Yeah. But your feet, you will not stop rubbing them against each other. They feel so good. And they look nicer as well. Right. So, I mean, some of these things are hygiene that he needs to work on. And some of them are your personal preference that you want him to do before he meets your friends. Like, no, he don't like you don't like his feish, his fashion. His fashion. I'm mad at you because you said he don't wipe and that distracted me. No, okay. He probably don't wipe good. It's probably some dingleberries back there. Oh, oh, oh. Just clinging in the oh, hairs. Oh, oh. Probably so. Right there betwixt. Oh. His cheeks. But oh, if you don't like his fa- oh. his fashion sense, then buy him some clothes you do want to see him in. I'm just saying. If if you met me and all I wore was sweatpants and hoodies, don't come to me about changing my clothes unless you're going to buy them clothes fair too. for me. You got me fucked up. It's not this like is you who I date. was when you met me. You want, you want to introduce your friends to Roman Reigns or The Rocker or... One of the Usos or something mm-hmm. like that. You want to introduce? You, I don't know why I just named a, fine, a bunch of fine Simone Rex. I don't know why you did. You got Simone's on the brain. Jason maybe Momoa. you know, maybe just a little fun. Um, like but uh, the 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 parts of him, such as like his weight and the, his style of clothes, or how much time he even spends video games or whatever, like that, were a part of who he was when you met him, like. Trying to jazz him up and, and yeah. pimp your ride for your friends or whatever is lame. It is. But I he can absolutely get to work on them feet, yes. get to work on that body odor, yes. and just being clean. Yes. Okay? He don't mm-hmm. need to look like Luke James or, or name a, a fine shirtless black person. Well, damn. Oh, shit. Anyway, Idris quickly. Elba. There you go. Broderick Hunter. Okay. He's very fine. Uh, uh-huh. We don't have to keep going. Okay. But, um... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, right. he don't have to be no big, fine-ass model-looking-ass yeah, motherfucker. To. But the very least he could do is smell nice mm-hmm. and have fucking toes that won't sever your yeah. fucking feet yes. from the rest of your body yes. when you sleep together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Amen. All right. Um, do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break right here, and we'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right we're back with some more letters from you guys at home yes it's your turn all right so this one is from well it says her name at the bottom but so do you just say it if it doesn't say not to say if it doesn't say don't say my name then i just say the the real name or i have you give me something ridiculous okay so it says hey crystal and k fury i'm recently engaged to the man of my dreams and i couldn't be happier we've been dating uh no we had been dating for three years before he popped the question and those three years felt like cloud nine this man is the man for me here's the problem I hate my engagement ring. Oh, no. I kind of feel ungrateful because, of course, it's something he picked with his heart. However, the ring is just not my style. I have tiny hands and fingers, but the ring is gold, large, loud, and gaudy, and covered in stones. Kind of like kind of like an 80s hood auntie wedding ring. Oh, no. I know exactly what she's talking about. My mind immediately went to, like, if Thanos was in BAPS. One day we said, one, no, that ain't it. One day we sat down and looked up engagement rings and I pointed out all of the styles that I liked, so I'm not sure where he went wrong. Damn. I know that this is something that I'm supposed to cherish and love forever, but I hate everything about it. I almost want to cry. I almost feel like he's trying to trick me. Damn. Should I tell my fiance that this that the ring doesn't suit me, or am I being ungrateful and should attempt to grow to love Girl. the ring? I don't want to hurt his feelings, but the ring the ring is a ghetto, outdated mess and does not fit the simple style that I prefer. Love, Brienne. Brienne, the simple fact is you have to wear it and you hate it. Period. And so he should take it back and get something that you like. If y'all need to go, if he just wanted a ring to propose to you with and now y'all get to go back to the jeweler and pick out the one that you really like, fine. But if he has a problem with you saying, hey, this ring is really not my taste then you don't need to be marrying him. The person you marry should want you to love your ring. Yeah. Because every time you look at it, you should think about how much you love your man. I wish Deval was here to answer that okay. question. <laughs> Deval would be like, if Kadeem didn't like that ring, I nigga. Was, I would have built one. I would have ran back. I would have <laughs> went straight to Jacob. I would have gotten some molten lava and become a blacksmith. I would have been bismuth out this bitch. I agree with you. You know, um, first of all, I have now started to picture like a Super Bowl ring. And what I is just, wrong I with you? It's probably not very different from that. Um, it's probably one of them clustery type rings where it's a bunch of tiny little stones all grouped together. She said gold, large, loud, gaudy, and covered in damn, stones. Damn, damn, damn. That's, that's not my personal taste at all. If I got married, I would want a radiant cut with... Oh, you better know. I mean, 
I mean, yes, but okay. I'm just not counting on getting married. But I know what I want in a ring if I if get to, if I get proposed I've to. Never even thought about it. Well, men's rings are so fucking boring, which is whack. Uh, I mean, if I do get married, I want a nice ring. I don't want to just like some band. Yeah, I mean, that's really what they usually are. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I don't need no big old stone or nothing, no. but I want like a nice band. I you mean, know? there are nice Some ones. Jewels. <laughs> they have like titanium and shit now. You could no. get like really no, that's not what you mean. It's boring. Okay. I want it to be sparkly. You want stones all yes. around it? Well, you could do that. For yeah, sure. definitely. That's just a wedding band. Like women wear wedding bands. Yeah, I mean, I just don't want like a, a regular like titanium yeah. band or gold yeah, band. No. I want it to be sparkly. You want a jazzy one. That yes. makes sense. Um, yeah, I, just tell this nigga you hate it. Like you don't have to be like, oh god, what the fuck are you thinking with this fucking yeah? No, don't do that. Seventy swap <laughs> meet ass like. You know, you could tell him, like, I love you so much, and I know that this is, like, like you put your heart into it, and I can't wait to get married to you, but this just isn't my style, and I really want the ring I have to be something I'm in love with. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand that, like you said, then, like, what is even Don't the marry point? him, right. Just straight up do not marry him if he has a problem with that. And if you told him, like, if you sat down and, and went through styles together, mm-hmm. then, like... It sounds like he got a ring from his auntie or something. <laughs> Oh, bitch. Instead of going out and spending, because engagement no, let me rings are expensive. No, yeah. So he probably got one from family or something like that and was like, should be happy. If this is a pass me down ring or whatever that he inherited, he should have been vocal about that. And even still, you'd still deserve to wear the fucking right. ring that you even want. Even still, you still deserve the ring you want. And there are ways of doing that without giving you an ugly ring. Like <laughs> Harry and Meghan Markle. <laughs> Meghan Markle has a ring that's, that's made not from... Fair. But she ha- her ring is made from a stone from Princess Diana's ring. Right. And that is a way of handing down your mom or auntie or grandma stuff while also making it something that your fiancé adores. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. If he was going to do that, then make sure it's a ring that he can work with while making you something for yourself. But it sounds like he probably just was trying to go the cheaper route. And I understand not wanting to spend thousands on an engagement ring, but we have like no faith in Tell him this ain't going to be the place. Because if you showed him what you like and he went out and got something else anyway. That sounds like polar opposite. Sounds like it could be. Why is he not listening? Listening is important. It's an important feature in a husband. Mm. So if he's not listening now. If he's not listening now and then when you call him on it as you rightfully should he gets defensive and mad instead of saying baby my bad i totally forgot that we i forgot the design of what you liked and let's go to the store and find something else or whatever like if he gets mad or annoyed with you that break up with his ass (laughs) any other reaction i would try to work with it he shouldn't have any other reaction honestly because a it's your ring and b like, like, hey, again, it's, it's your, your ring. ring. Like, you have to wear you it. Have, it has to be on your hand. Hideous, then the rest of us have to look at you and be like, whoa, goddamn, her husband gave her that ugly ass ring. Right. Which leads me to be like, and I don't want to make no blanket statements. I'm sure there are plenty of ladies out there that couldn't give a fuck and it's not that big of a deal or whatever. Yes, there but are. like, most women that I know, like, want to love their ring. Like, their engagement ring is a yes. big deal. Absolutely. And I feel like most men that are getting married to women, Women know that. Yes. So he should really, at the end of the day, want you to be happy with mm-hmm. your ring, period. Yes. Like, it shouldn't even be an issue for you to go in the nicest way possible to him and be like, love you so much, but this ring is not for right. me. Let's find something that's going to work. That shouldn't be a problem. Says, babe, you know, do you mind wearing that until I can, you know, afford the ring or finance it or whatever? Then that's up to you. 
Compromise. You know, I might say, I would actually rather you go to Claire's and buy me something fake (laughs) that is in a design that I like. At least the conversation is happening. At least the conversation is happening. But if he gets mad at you, like, wow, so this ain't good enough for you? So you really just gonna act like that? I'm out here, girl, I love you. I'm trying to marry you. Charles, I literally (laughs) showed you what I like. I showed you what I like, Charles. What are you talking about? Here you go. You can have your ring back. Take it back to your auntie or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to get in my Honda Civic and go home <laughs> because I don't have time for this. Amen. Good luck to you, girl. God bless this. All right. Our next question comes from Antonio, who says, I'm a 27-year-old black bi man. I came out as bi two years ago while completing my master's degree abroad. Before that, I was so ashamed of my sexuality that I never had any physical contact with men or women, oh. not even a kiss. Wow. Before 25. Okay. Mm. Cool. Suffice to say, when I did come out, I made up for lost time. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) And became a responsible hoe. Through my many dates and trysts, I've discovered that while men think my bisexuality is sexy because it makes me more straight, which is idiotic, I know, women (laughs) automatically think (laughs) I'm just another DL black man who hasn't fully come out. Sounds about right. This is especially true with black women. I know that religion and heteronormative culture have caused a lot of men to repress their sexuality. Yep. Facts. But am I wrong for being insulted when women completely write me off as gay? I can have wonderful no. conversations with women for days. And then when I tell them I'm bi, they ghost or say they're not comfortable dating a bi man. That is biphobia. Homophobia. Anyway, I tell women that I'm bi before anything sexual because part of me feels guilty if I don't. What do y'all think? Am I overthinking everything? Should I tell women about bisexuality up front? Is it wrong for women to not date bisexual men? Thanks for the help. Peace and blessings, Antonio. Boop de boop boop boop. Okay. Now here we are in the facts <laughs> of life. Okay. Okay. No Kim. So let me tell you something. I should have said no to you. Whatever. Like. This is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Here you got... This is it. A nigga that's bisexual. Mm-hmm. That is doing what everybody says he should do. Yep. Not because everybody says he should. Because he personally feels, feels like a sense of responsibility yes. to tell the women that he sleeps with that he is bisexual. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm trying to fuck you. I must have some sort of... You yeah. know, desire for vagina. Right. So. The fact that you had to like spit it out like. You know, like. Desire for coochie. But. Here we are with women assuming mm-hmm. that bisexuality in this brother is not real. Right. And that he's just gay. And he can't. And so. When you're dealing with niggas who don't say anything to you. Yeah. It's like. It's such a weird and complicated, like, conversation. And it's another part of the reason why my DL video took so long to... Oh, really? It took so long? Is it up? Did you do it? Yeah, I I posted. Did you? Yeah, it's on... It's on on YouTube? It's on on IGTV. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) It's unlisted, but... really about to go to your Instagram and look for a year of trash. <laughs> um, I think that, like you said, a lot of phobias, a lot of the, uh, the wiring mm-hmm. that's been placed in, in us, especially black people, due to heteronormative ideas yes. and culture, is a part of why this sort of thing happens. 
people, male, female, otherwise, can be attracted to all kinds of human beings. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... The idea, oh my God, especially when we watch day after day women go back and forth between puss and dick. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. nothing. But for some reason, it is just outside of the realm of understanding that the same thing could be possible for men. It's like specifically black men. Mm -hmm. So then when these niggas don't be telling you nothing and they be operating like... In the shadows and and at the same time feeling all kinds of fucked up and confused and weird about themselves and living full ass lives Mm -hmm. with like this suppressed emotion and expression and all kinds of stuff like that. This is part of the reason why. And now I know a lot of black women like I know a lot of black women that would date an openly bisexual guy who is open like open. I probably wouldn't date a cis man who wasn't bisexual because the ones who only identify as straight. A mess. Look at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. Look at what happens in what what's going on in your a brain. Queer <laughs> no, I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about your 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 sexuality. Yeah, I'm talking about look at your brain. <laughs> Just thinking things through. Look at the way that you think about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know better. I do. And maybe that is because we're queer. You know, that probably has a lot to do with it. I, mean, I don't but know. It's just, but some of it is just common fucking sense. If he's around you and his dick is hard and he wants to fuck, then he's attracted to you regardless of whoever else he's attracted to it's just that i don't i was actually you You know kind of taking it back that he said that uh guys find it attractive because i know plenty of gay guys that perpetuate the same stupid ass idea and i've talked about it a million a million times on this podcast that bisexual dudes Mm. ain't real and that they just saying that they buy because they don't want to come out it's like you bitch (laughs) damn Okay, I I'm, I try to get through sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you, gay nigga, <laughs> are you are you fucking serious right yeah. now? I don't mm. know. So, do I think that women? Uh, do I think it's wrong for women to not date bisexual uh, men? It's complicated again to me because I think that like people have their preference and and stuff like that. But I think it's ignorant. I, it's just yes. it's it's ignorant. It's just ignorant. I mean, I think it's wrong if only because their reason behind it is homophobic or homophobic, and that is wrong. Like, I feel like their justification for it is wrong. Yeah. So, I also don't think, though, that you owe disclosure of your sexuality to anybody that you're not trying to date or be in a relationship with. If these are just people you're hooking up with, for what? How is that any of their business? You know what's their business? Your STD status. Mm -hmm. And... About nothing else. That's simply it. You don't owe these women disclosing your sexuality. And if they get mad or ghost you or whatever, then those women have their own issues surrounding. It's all like 1983 of you. It really. I mean, this is just. Like, girl, what? it's almost like sh- straight cis women think that bisexual men are more likely to give them. I think most of it comes from a fear of HIV. It that absolutely whole, does. Yes, that download shit. That, what was his name? James, whomever, whoever he was. That nigga who, like, started the whole download thing. Remember uh, he was on Oprah all them times? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> his name. Thursday. But that nigga sparked a lot of fear in black women <laughs> nationwide. And it's just, <clears throat> girl, I... 
Meanwhile, y'all raw dogging these whole ass niggas that you got. This is what I'm saying. And you know that this nigga is a whole ass nigga and running around here on Twitter talking about I'm allergic to condoms.org. And like... And you love it. And it's all the good. He could have fucked somebody else, another woman, two hours ago raw, and now he about to fuck you. And you feel more comfortable with that than a bisexual man who is a self-professed responsible hoe, which I am assuming means uses protection every time. So it's like emotionally and physically, the bisexual man is a safer choice. And yet you still want the nigga who is going to dog you out one way or another. Not saying all straight men will do that. Just saying that if you will accept behavior from a straight man that you would not accept from a bisexual man, that is your bigotry shining through, girl. I don't know how else to address cisgender women about this i feel like i've tried so hard and y'all still just do whatever the fuck you want and it's it's not fine but yeah i would just not tell anybody really about the bisexuality until you felt like y'all were really developing a connection and we're gonna start maybe dating like seeing each other regularly that sort of thing and then let it come up in conversation but it does not really matter bisexuality it does not really matter it shouldn't it really doesn't. Like, if you are attracted to her or attracted to him, being attracted to that person is all that matters. Right. Even if it I, should. Even if I, like, dated and slept with nothing but women all my life, if I met a man who I was just like, bitch, I don't care. This nigga's it. Then it doesn't matter. I don't like, know. Y'all get so be... hung up on shit that does not matter. <laughs> It's so fucking annoying. I've said it a million times. If you're black and bisexual and you're like open about it, you might as well be gay oftentimes because the amount of pussy you're not going to get. I just don't think there's nothing wrong with not disclosing your sexuality because your sex, my sexuality is not going to be that the thing that gets you in trouble. And y'all automatically associate gay or bisexual men with booty diseases or or I just don't like the idea of my man taking dick in the ass or putting his dick in somebody else's ass and it's just like you really got to work through that on your that's your bias and your bigotry shining through sis that's not that's not his burden to carry I get it oh all right good luck Antonio so this one okay so do you want to do one about and uh, you know what I'm just gonna do this one okay great so this one comes from should I say their name or not I'm just gonna make up a name for you sure your name is going to be um Quanetta and oh my god it says hey Chris Kid Fury why Quanetta do you know a Quanetta I do and I hated that bitch she was the girl my girlfriend <laughs> cheated on me with oh fuck that name alright no so. it's fine she's Quanetta what happened with Quanetta <laughs> We want to we wanna help her. So we wanna... <laughs> I mean, I don't still have feelings about right, Quanetta, but every time I hear that name, I'm like, well, I remember. I'm going to name her Persia. And um, you, you don't hate a Persian no, dude? Okay. don't know any Persian. So Persia says, hey, Crystal and Kid Fury, I absolutely adore you guys and your show. I was only put onto it a few months ago. Um, you guys are great. You don't have to say nice things about us. It says, I am a 23-year-old cis straight black woman. Oh, here's the please give me a fake name. Thank God. All right. 
I moved out of my mom's house when I was 19 and had been living with roommates. Last year, I finally became financially stable enough to move into a one-bedroom all by myself. Needless to say, I've been living, loving every second of it. There are no words to express the joy I feel in having total privacy and seclusion and being able to do what I want. Amen, girl. I feel you. Now, here's the problem. My complex is a new building, so when I first moved in, there were no neighbors. About three months after I moved in, a family of three, husband, wife, and six-year-old little girl moved in next door to me. One day I got a rude note on my door from my neighbor telling me the walls are thin and when you and your when you are being intimate in your oh, bedroom no. my 6-year-old child is a part of it. I was extremely grossed out by her choice of words and the way she phrased that. <laughs> Admittedly, my boyfriend and I had been enjoying the solitude and may have been a bit loud. I responded by putting a note on her door telling her that I didn't appreciate her creepy phrasing, but that I would try to keep it down out of respect for the child because I was raised right. I gave her my number and told her to reach out to me that way if there were uh, to reach out to me that way if there are any more issues. Mm. Since then, my boyfriend and I have definitely toned it down. We don't have quite as much fun in bed as we used to because we are trying to be considerate of the child next door. However, the walls are extremely thin. No matter how quiet you may try to be, there is no such thing as silent sex. I mean, I mean, I've heard no there is, but good, most people are like very good sex. Boring. I don't. <laughs> My neighbor hears even a peep. She's banging on the walls. No pun intended. A few nights ago, my boyfriend and I stopped in the middle of fucking and moved into the living room when we weren't even being loud because she decided to start banging on the wall. Oh, it's now several months later. And yesterday I got a call from my leasing office telling me that my neighbor has called in several noise complaints on me. I'm conflicted on what to do now. On one hand, I feel really bad that a child's bedroom is next to mine and definitely don't want her to be able to hear me having sex. On the other hand, I also don't pay twelve. 50 a month to not be able to have sex in my own bed what my neighbor fails to understand is that when you live in an apartment you're going to hear things i hear my upstairs neighbors walking around and the neighbors on the other side of me playing music and i don't call and place noise complaints on them because i understand that that's just a part of apartment living but the leasing office is threatening to find me if she keeps complaining what should i do p.s my boyfriend lives with his mom so there's no sex oh going there for sex isn't an option mm, okay i was gonna ask where else could y'all go i mean i feel sorry for the neighbors i guess like it would suck that your child's room is like the same place where you can hear people enjoying sex you know very much but that's not really your problem. And now that she's brought the leasing office into it, I would just be like, all right, let's handle this through the leasing office. Like, right. you're going to have to write a letter or go up there and be like, do y'all know what the noise complaint is she's talking about? It's me having natural sex in my bedroom. That I pay and if she don't like it, 12 50 If it's that big of an issue for her, then maybe she need to trade bedrooms with her daughter. <laughs> this, and so this is my thing, right? Because if your daughter is six, what kind of sex are you having? When you said that it was like the first time that she was having sex, I don't know if you was yelling, I'm about to come <laughs> right there. You know, like, yeah. I don't know how verbal y'all get. Mm-hmm. The better, you know, the more the better. <laughs> but like, if you, toning it down, in my opinion, at this point, I'm figuring like maybe the squeaking or the movement of the bed. I was thinking like maybe even screaming, like no screaming. Like literal screaming, but other than that, right? It's like natural if, sounds of sex. I don't remember six, and I don't, you know, <laughs> shut up. Hang Ryan. around many six-year-olds, oh, so six. I don't. What the fuck did you? You think I said I don't remember sex? I thought you were saying I don't remember sex. Like it's been so long, I do not remember. <laughs> anyway, yes, don't remember age six. Um, so. 
I don't know that this child would just be like hearing knocking from next door and be like, oh, there they go fucking again. You know what I mean? So in my mind, this banging on the walls is coming from this mom. And I'm assuming that she just don't want to hear you fucking. Right. And has a feel like, because that child in my mind can't possibly know that you're in there fucking or care. Right. Much so. A, I do think that it's actually disgusting that she decided to mention the child and then no, but okay. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Your child is a part of it. Girl, what? Your right. Baby is absolutely not a part of what we're doing. We're so not you, thinking about her. You trying to tell me every time that I fuck in my apartment that I pay rent in, I have to now think about your baby while I'm doing it? Mm. You got me fucked up. So tell them niggas to call me. I will definitely dial them right back. And I would love to hear what they think about me having natural, toned down, according to you. Mm-hmm sex in my apartment. So right. I can't fuck in my apartment because there's a child living next door? She better switch the the room switch around. Switch the damn room. Do some feng shui, bitch. <laughs> Something. If it bothers you that much that your child can hear noises, which I'm sure, I, I live in an apartment as well. I've lived in many. You can absolutely hear what other people are doing depending on how thick the walls are and how loud your neighbors are and a bunch of other things because it's a bunch of residences all stacked around and on top of each other. People are living in very close proximity. You are going to hear things. Some neighbors just like to be annoying. Like some True. some people just like to be that. But she's person. gotten the leasing office involved now, so I would just you know write out everything and take it to the leasing office and be like, if we need to have a mediation or whatever, where all of us get together with the leasing manager and we talk about this and figure out a solution, then fine. But I just feel like it's incredibly irrational to ask people to not have sex in their bedrooms because a six year old might overhear in you another home. And guess what? Guess who was here before you? I was here already and I don't care. Like, I just don't care. I'm going to have sex in my apartment. Yeah. Point blank. Truly, if it bothers the lady that much, then she should trade bedrooms with her daughter. And maybe her daughter's room is much smaller than hers or hers has a bathroom attached or whatever. But that's really none of your fucking business. So I would just say go to the leasing office and, and try to work it out with them since she's already gotten them involved. You know what I would do? And I'm not even suggesting this. I was just saying because I'm petty. Okay, I can't wait. I would absolutely leave a little gift on their doorstep. What kind of gift? Probably a little Amazon box or something. Inside, there would be a pair of earmuffs. <laughs> That's not bad, though. You could get, you could buy the baby some like kitty headphones. Mm, frozen. So she can plug them right into her iPad and a, mm. a box of ear thingies mm-hmm. <laughs> the word is escaping me right now earplugs yep and then when we get it in y'all can just go right on ahead and plug your ears up or you can move you can to leave. your own single family dwelling where there are no neighbors who are literally attached to your home and therefore the only ho- noise you hear in your house is you and your family they could do that as well people f- like she and her husband don't have sex people fuck girl <laughs> right she and her husband probably don't have sex um, maybe that's it maybe she mad I'm telling you she's mad you getting dead <laughs> I'm telling you or maybe is she married is it a couple that moved in next door is it she said her husband oh. she said husband wife and a six year old oh okay well I mean clearly they was fucking at least six seven years ago hello <laughs> so, so what's the issue <laughs> sounds yeah. like she's got some her own problems and she's taking it out on you yeah I mean you tried to handle it civilly and she got the least enough involved so okay plenty of other people would have been recording porn yeah. next door after that first one tell How her dare to call you? the police about it and see what the police <laughs> have to say since you want to be that fucking stupid 
It's not loud music. It's not partying. It's not people littering and leaving trash all over. It's people having sex. Sorry. Apartments suck. Great. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's literally a girl. Like, what are you supposed to say? Oh, all right. Next question comes from La Llorona. Wow. It says, I'm a 26-year-old Latinx woman. Last year, I was diagnosed with PTSD, major depressive disorder, and generalized anxiety disorder. In late November, I started antidepressants to help and was told that in two to four weeks, my symptoms and suicide ideation might worsen. I took precautions to prepare for the following weeks, like preparing safety cards with my therapist, scheduled phone calls with my therapist for winter break, and consulted with loved ones to be prepared to help me if a depressive episode was to roll around. Surprise, surprise. Four weeks later, I began a depressive episode. I had just come back home from graduate school and was with my boyfriend of a year and a half when I had a really bad anxiety attack. The next day, he broke up with me, saying that he couldn't deal with me anymore. I asked to get back the letters I wrote to him and showed up to his apartment to see everything I had ever given and made for him thrown into a bag by the front door. I immediately had a panic attack. My ex yelled at me and told me I was disturbing his neighbors because I was crying and hyperventilating. And then he said, it's not my job to make you feel better and looked through his phone, glaring at me until I gained the strength in my legs to walk out of his apartment. Our relationship was already rocky because of the long distance and my mental health problems. But one week prior to the breakup, we had a discussion about the future of our relationship and we recommitted to each other. So I was shocked by his sudden decision to break up and the way he treated me. I felt like garbage. I know it's difficult to be with someone because of their mental health, but I was doing everything to try and improve it. I was seeing a therapist, using apps, communicating with friends regularly. I started medication and even managed to get straight A's in grad school, despite having anxiety attacks on a weekly basis. I was working my ass off, but because I wasn't eating healthy every day, going to the gym four times a week and doing homework in a timely manner, he didn't think I was improving fast enough. Lord. I was bedridden for two weeks, lost weight because I wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping. I had to be monitored to make sure I didn't self-harm and I had to fight to not be taken to the ER. It's a month since we broke up and I am still heartbroken and haven't managed to shake off this depressive episode. I am just so angry that I was broken up with over something that I was working so hard to overcome. And no matter how hard I was trying, it wasn't enough for him. A lot of my fears and anxieties during the relationship was that I was a failure and not good enough and that I loved him more than he loved me. And when he broke up with me because of my depression, it felt like he confirmed those anxieties. It also didn't help that this was my first relationship ever. And I don't feel like I will ever be able to get over him despite how shitty he treated me and how terrible the breakup was. Do you guys have any advice to help me get over my ex? Is there anything else you think I can do to help manage my depression and anxiety? I feel so lost and just want to move forward, but I have no idea how. Thank you. Um, also, she said, Kid Fury, please watch Mob Psycho 100. I have watched that, Mob Psycho 100. Great. And that I should play Shadow of the Colossus. Should I? Should you play Shadow of the Colossus? That's what she said. Um, I don't... It sounds like a no. Thing. <laughs> I think she probably suggested Shadow of Colossus because it has some similarities to Breath of the Wild. Oh. Like, sort of-ish. Okay. It's an interesting... I don't know. Maybe you'll like it. I I'm can't Googling really it and it looked like the end of the world kind of dystopian shit. No. Like, you play a little guy who is trying to save a girl and he has to go and slay these giant beasts, basically. Mm, okay. But there's literally no one out there but him and the horse and the beasts. Gotcha. So, it's Zelda-esque. Well, we'll see. Maybe. Yeah. I loved it. Um, so, fuck him. Um, a pox in his house. 
And uh hmm. really like life just has a way of, of fucking with you, you know? And I like to think of moments like this as spiritual tests of like uh what's the word? Uh mm. not strength, but like um resilience. Fortitude. Yeah, resilience is a good word. And um the fact that you sort of like are in tune with the fact that you you suffer from this depression mm-hmm. and you you know are, are dealing with specific symptoms at a specific time like you're aware you know and mm-hmm. and I think that that's a really one of the most important and impactful parts of of therapy of you know whether you're medicated or not whatever it is like there's just uh, a lot of power in being aware of how you tick like spiritually and scientifically yes so that you can like in moments like this even though you feel shitty and you feel emotional and the world feels like it's ending you can still be like this is why it's happening Yes. You know, like it's it's a bit easier for me to deal with depression than I used to, even though it's still garbage. It's still like the fucks the days the up worst. like it like the effects of it are still there. But like a lot of the self-destruction that I used to cause myself um, in those moments mm-hmm. um, is lighter simply because I recognize it as what it is and I'm able to sort of um tend to myself the way that I need to, I feel like, because I know what's going on. So, right. like, you know how you feel and why and what you're going through and all of it sucks. The fact that he broke up with you because of your depression just sort of, Woo. like, it. look at it as, like, the universe, God, if that's something that you believe in, because that's where I would go first, but I just don't like to make assumptions. But so, like, look at this as him being removed from your life because he has to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just something that you're dealing with that's a part of your life, and you do not need anybody who's going to be around you who's not going to be fully supportive of that. No matter how much it sucks that he's not a part of your life anymore and how much you feel like you are the cause of that, you're not. Like, he should not be a part of your life because the only person, especially somebody who's going to be involved with you at that level of intimacy, if they're not going to be 100% supportive of that, then they have no business being around you. He actually did you a favor by fucking off because you need somebody who's going to be there that's going to lift you up in those situations Mm -hmm. and like let me tell you something like plenty of people have their own forms of depression that may not be clinical or you know whatever that it's going to be difficult for them you could be a happy motherfucker like 24 7 and it's still going to be difficult to deal with somebody who uh struggles from depression so somebody that you're dating friends with related to they're not always going to be able to help you in every moment where you need help, they may not all, it, it's going to be like a journey and it's going to be work for everybody. Right. But it to be is. completely written off and, and discarded because of your struggling, like that, that needs to happen mm. because bitch, like cool. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. cool. You're not strong enough. You're not like, 
you don't have like the heart or the empathy or mm-hmm. the spirit that somebody like me needs anyway. All you would honestly do is add to the destruction in my life. Right. And, and then things were already rocky between Exactly. Y'all. So he could not handle it. And so he left the situation. And I would, yeah, like if Fury said, it really is a blessing in disguise, even though it does not feel that way right now. Right. You don't need somebody who's half supporting you or not really feeling like you deserve the support you need, but he's there because he needs to be. You don't need that type of person At in all. your life, girl. That is trash. I would also like to point out that even though you have PTSD, major depressive disorder, and generalized anxiety disorder, you are doing a lot more self-care shit than I am right now. Like, Hello. A lot more. I take my meds and I exercise, but you over here, first of all, telling family and friends to help support you. Ha! What a concept. <laughs> Literally never preparing safety cards with your therapist scheduling follow-up phone calls using apps right like (laughs) you're quick you got straight a's in grad school even with your anxiety attacks like girl you're doing great (laughs) you know what this is almost like in a way it's almost like when you when you feel a scratchiness in your throat and you like know that you're about to get sick yeah you're sick right now yeah you know what i'm saying like and you gotta like ride this part out Because you fully aware that this is how this works. Yep. And this is just some bullshit that... And on top of that, you're like dealing with the effects of your depression and all of this stuff on top of the suckiness of a breakup. Yeah. So it's like a whirlwind of bullshit right now. But like, you got this. Yep. Like you just mentioned, Crystal. Like, Home Slice right here has a whole like... Man. An armory. I cannot even tell you the last time I texted a friend like, hey, I'm really struggling mentally right now. Can we talk for a minute? Even though I should. Even you. I don't even text you like that. And I don't know why I don't. I just isolate so easily. And you are doing so much of a better job at that than I could ever dream to. So don't be down on yourself. You're actually self-caring in an incredible way. Also, straight A's in grad school, uh, (laughs) bitch. I couldn't get straight A's in undergrad nor high school. (laughs) So... Nary a time. You have you are you are doing great, and now somebody who didn't wasn't equipped to be in your life is gone and making space for somebody who is. Like so, when you come out on the other side of this, girl, you're gonna be like, woo! All incredible. The look, the bare necessities. Yes, the simple bare necessities. Play best thing I never had. You be all right. All right. So uh, this letter, Ooh, um, green light. That's another You holding one. up traffic, nigga. Green means go. That's it. If you want to. You got the green light. So if you want to. You got the green light. Give it to mama. Go! Like, what an amazing piece of music. Oh, Beyonce, like a perm that's been left too long, it starts to burn. So this letter says, is this cultural appropriation? Oh, hey, yo. Oh, God. I'd like to start by saying that uh, I'm a Dominican boy from the BX who has always had a fascination with Japanese culture from anime. uh, He says Boku no Hero, Sailor Moon, Bleach, to video games like Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, and Persona. Mm. All great titles, all great anime. Hell, I've even worked in Japanese restaurants while I was in college, so I learned about the food culture and holidays. Naturally, I also really like J-pop. Japanese pop. I know J-pop. I mean, I don't know no songs, but I know what it means. Okay, cool. One day I was listening to some girl group and there was a rap breakdown. I didn't think much of it. So I branched out uh, and listened to K-pop. I figured the aesthetic is the same and I still don't know what they're singing. (laughs) I know to 
noticed that almost every group had a designated rapper. The girl, the group called Blackpink, love them, even has entire trap style songs. The videos also draw parallels to trap artists here. To clarify, I'm not saying they do blackface protective styles or anything, but it's a little too black to the point where I'm not comfortable with the fact that I enjoy it. I voiced my complaint to my Boricua friend and he expressed the same sentiment. So my question to you is, is this cultural appropriation or doing trap music in a different style? Much love, Phoenix Wright, which is the name of a video game character, which is a great video game also. Great. Um, so <laughs> I found this to be an interesting question. It is. Um, I look at it like this, right? Um, so I don't think that like... Hip hop is exclusive to black people or that it even should be. I think that there's a respect that definitely needs to be there. But I also believe that hip hop music and culture is expansive enough and old enough and Mm -hmm. interesting enough that it can be, you know, performed, expressed and celebrated by all cultures. The problem that I think a lot of people have and some of the people, this may be like a, a subconscious thing for them even is that a lot of y'all don't really like rap as much as you just like nigga shit. And I think that that's why a lot of people who are non-black that gravitate towards trap specifically is because that's what they think of when they think of rap. They think of, yes. of nigga shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many non-black rap artists usually gravitate towards trap music and gangster music because that's how they perceive rap music is like... You know, nigga shit and uh, fancy cars, big asses, mm-hmm. marijuana, gold teeth, and everything else that they believe to be stereotypically black. Right. There are not many of them who are coming out and saying, like, their biggest inspiration growing up was Rakim and Nas and <laughs> Wu-Tang and, you no. know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, it Run DMC like and whatever, whatever. Like, them niggas want to be Migos, they want to be Gucci, they want to be Plies and whoever the fuck else, because that's the, the part of... Of, of rap and blackness that they love so much. They think mm-hmm. that nigga shit is cool and don't respect niggas. You know what I'm saying? Black <laughs> yeah. people. Right. So for me, I don't have a problem with non-black artists making uh, rap music or even trap music as long as you're not lacing it up with a pink trap house and a turned over bike and a whole <laughs> bunch of other like... Yeah, symbols think- that you don't really get. That's it. Yeah. You know, like, that have never been part of your life. I don't have a problem with K-pop, J-pop rappers, and I don't even have a problem with them doing a Millie Rock and whatever the fuck else in their videos and stuff like that. A lot of yeah. the Japanese motherfuckers dance way better. <laughs> like, like, I've seen a couple of videos where I was like, yo, me, all please. right then. But, you know, when you get into the whole, like, I need to have an entire ice grill mm-hmm. and, like, do the whole... And some of them do that as well, and I'm like, okay. You know, like... Whatever, yeah, but... Yeah, no, I don't like that part. I don't like when they, f- like, fuck with their hair to try to make it an afro. I don't like that. Oof. I do not like whatever treatment that is that they do into their hair because it just feels like, mm. So it's not enough for you to enjoy the fashion and the music and the culture. You have to literally try to, like, wear it on your head But as there's... Well. Even as a huge fan of Japanese culture, there's still a lot about it that I don't understand, especially from, like, a societal standpoint. Like, I know that I love mm-hmm. a lot of their uh, entertainment, food, arts, well, clothes, <laughs> things like that. But when it comes down to like the community and like the way that they like think and move and stuff like that, I don't know a lot I about that. I don't really that, know Japanese people Which like is that. 
Why a big part of the right reason I would love to go over there past me being a huge anime nerd, but mm-hmm. so I mean I don't even really know where the thought process goes. I know there's plenty of Japanese games where you can create characters, but you can't make them black. Wow, or very you know brown mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. So I mean I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, but in terms of this being cultural appropriation, in my opinion, it's just it, it it's. It depends on how it's done. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that a lot of artists that make trap or have st- record labels and studios that push them to do trap, it's a fascination with nigga shit. Yeah. These people, where I draw the line is where you try to take something and act like you invented it or started it and that black girls or black people ain't been doing it for however many decades. That's my problem. I mean, there we go. With the Kardashians. Well. <laughs> That's my problem when... When or if you do it like with a complete disrespect of where it came from, like yeah. if you are wearing some other country's symbols that are like deeply religious or something like that, and you just wearing it to be some dickhead or for an Instagram picture, that's when I have an issue with right. it. Putting graffiti but over Japanese it or some people shit. doing trap, I really don't care. Maybe it's slap. <laughs> a lot of times, bitch, it goes off. I don't be knowing what the fuck they're saying until I go and look for the, the translations. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes it's I mean cute. the thing is, black people will accept you if you are actually good at it. We have accepted plenty of whites, maybe not into rap, but into our music in general. And if you're talented, you're talented. Right, it's because you got it. Like, you and if you're talented with respect, nine times out of ten, niggas ain't gonna be like, "Oh, how dare you?" <laughs> right? How could you? Right. We really not. But the respect is so often missing. It does so. often, often miss, and yeah. we'd be right here again. Like I said last week, right here telling you, saying it for decades, right? And whoosh. Right over your heads. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take one more break. You want to? And yeah. And we can wrap up the show. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. <laughs> but... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a few Let's more? Do a few more. Okay. Yeah, and then we'll let you guys go. I have a question here from Fanta. She says, oh, to keep Fanta. it short and sweet, my child's father keeps sending me dick pics. We are not together, and I killed any dream of that happening about three years ago. Work. I can admit I messed up and slept with him two years ago for a little while, but after a very traumatizing and creepy sexual experience, I killed that too. 
Oh no. But ever since he continues on every plat but ever since he continues on every platform to send me sexually explicit pictures, you up texts and videos. I blocked him on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat, but I can't block him from my phone because of our child. But I really, really want to. It's to the point that he doesn't inquire about our child anymore. It's just corny ass, I want to taste you text at 3 a.m. There was even one time he had our kid, and I texted him saying I was going to FaceTime so I could tell my child goodnight, and he answered the phone, jacking his dick. What? She FaceTimed so she could say goodnight to the baby, and he answered, you know, not around the baby. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired. Whoa. And I don't know what to do. I've told him repeatedly to stop, and he always says he's sorry and that he will. He does stop for a while, and then boom, there's dick on the sink in my inbox. <laughs> Niggas, I am open to any what advice you got. Thanks, bro. love you guys, Fanta. I don't understand Woo. unsolicited dick pics, especially in straight relationships. Like niggas send each other dick pics, like you know, like hey, what you doing? Okay. You know, but like <laughs> even then, if I'm like talking to you about like what I'm watching on something TV else, or something right. and then a dick just comes out of nowhere it's always just kind of like uh, okay but I could see it being more offensive to a woman especially when it's like um, I don't want to have anything to do right, with you right we're not sleeping together so I didn't ask for this in fact I repeatedly ask you to not right so now we're we're going into harassment yep it's literally harassment at this point and I, I'm assuming you think because we have a baby together that you can do that this that you can do this you cannot you cannot Keep playing with me. I will take this right to the boys in blue. <laughs> Would you like a restraining order? Because you barking down the road of a restraining order. Like, for real, dead ass. This man is not allowed to harass you like this simply because y'all have a baby together. Why would you even the fuck want to? Like, if somebody tells you, like, hey, nigga. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see, smell, taste, touch your dick. I don't want to have anything to do with your penis. Right. I want to tell my baby goodnight. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Right. Like, why, why is it still happening? I don't know because he just refuses to listen to what you actually say and is going to do whatever he wants to do anyway. I would tell him next time you send me your dick pic, I am going to take a screenshot. I'm going to take several screenshots and I'm going to see what I can do legally to get you to leave me the fuck alone. Because I don't know how else to get you to understand that I don't want to see your dick pics. Being nice and asking repeatedly has not worked. You and I have to have a relationship with each other. I don't know if you can call your phone company. I don't know if it's a thing where they can block one person from sending you media. Maybe he can be blocked from sending photos or videos. But even still, if you do something like FaceTime your child at the house, you shouldn't have to be scared that you're going to get him jacking off on FaceTime instead. He just is going, what the fuck? I would just put the fear of God in and be like, try me one more time. And I swear to God, you'll have a real fucking problem. Do not send me your ashy ass dick pics, period. Me and you don't have nothing to talk about other than the well-being and the safety of this child. God. Can you imagine? I just don't even get it. Like, (laughs) just send your dick pic to somebody else. He needs to grow the fuck up. It's other women out here to fuck. Or, like, I don't even know. I don't even want him to harass nobody else. Of course not. But he needs to just move on and leave you the fuck alone. Leave you out of it. Go find somebody else to be with and focus on that lady and leave me the fuck alone. Or else. 
else. And niggas don't want the police involved ever. That's, Would you like to go a, to court? Would you like us fact. to have to go to court so I can tell the judge that my baby daddy won't stop sending me explicit pictures and now we need to figure out I don't know. I don't know what we need to do. Do we need to change visitation? Do we need to do I have to have some other phone number. I don't know what the judge could possibly say, but you're going to have to grow the fuck up. I know you don't want to go to court, nigga. I know you don't. <laughs> Niggas never do. All right. So this next letter comes from Melina. Melina says, Dear Crystal and Kid Fury, I'll get right into it. I'm a queer woman, late 20s, and I just broke up with my partner a month ago. It was a respectful breakup. I discovered through therapy that I'm a serial monogamist and I have not taken the time to be alone and discover what I want mm. since I was 18. That's what I'm saying. Old boy need to do. <laughs> he do. You're right. I'm currently in therapy and so is my ex. We just recently got back from a European vacation that we booked when we were still together and I expected for things to be cordial, light and fun since our breakup was not at all dramatic and we only dated for three months. For a little background, she's in her mid-30s, lesbian, and we have always had great communication. Oh, Lord. However, once we landed, things began to feel off. I ignored it for a day, but on day two, I decided to ask what's wrong. Have I done something to you? And that is when she proceeded to tell me, you know what you've done. I was genuinely confused, and I asked her to just tell me. She said that when we were together, I slammed her against a wall. I slapped her, and I called her weak. In other words, insinuating that I abused her. I was floored, completely shocked, and speechless. What? At face value, those things are true. But in my opinion, they are dangerous to spill without cons without context. What? I am quite sexually aggressive. The push against the wall and the slap were both foreplay that led to sex. Great sex. To the point where my partner had also been sexually aggressive towards me to initiate sex. I called her weak when we were play fighting in the living room. I was picking her up and she couldn't move me. I told her that she was weak and she needed to get in the gym in a joking tone and manner. We both laughed. It was something that we did often. Wow. I brought up to her the importance of context and we talked it through. I even apologized if I've ever triggered her. But unintentionally triggering someone is not abuse, especially if you don't know they're being triggered. Once she brought up the things I had done to her, my mind immediately went to one of our conversations about victimhood. Through therapy, she found out that she plays the victim a lot and doesn't take responsibility for her part in con conflict with her family, friends, etc. I don't want to blame her for how she felt, but I can't help but to think that being in therapy is boosting her victimhood and she's relishing in it. We talked about how she felt at the end of the day. She admitted that she told those, she told these things to her therapist without context. I even started to record our conversations on my phone because I am no one's abuser. I would never abuse anyone. And I felt like I had to protect myself. Now she thinks that we're cool and even proposed that we try to make it work again. But I'm angry. I cannot believe that she tried to alter reality to gain sympathy in therapy and not consider how she was mischaracterizing me and events in our relationship. I'm not a person who throws anyone away. I'm friends with the majority of my exes, but I've never been falsely accused of something so egregious. I feel like I can never forgive her. Am I wrong for feeling this way? Is there a path of forgiveness through this? Any advice would be helpful. Thank you both so much for using your platform to bring love and laughs to the black queer community. Sincerely, Melina. Girl, what? Hell no, you better not be with this woman no more. Are you are you not absolutely not? You don't need to be with her. I don't I think, think she's asking like can is 
should she forgive her or tell her to fuck well, off? Well, I know the the lady was like, you know, I feel like maybe we could try again or whatever. Yeah, I don't so even think she's considered Straight that. off top, I'm like, absolutely not. But forgive her for what? Like, I don't see any reason to. I feel like once she came to you and was like, hey, when you did X, Y, Z, it, you know, made me feel fucked up or whatever happened and y'all talked it through or whatever, y'all probably should have just ended it right there and let that be the end of it because she sounds like... I don't know, like she's got her own issues. Maybe you have your own or whatever. And the the way the two of you are trying to express them isn't really gelling up or like y'all are Mm. having a hard time connecting with each other. You feel like she's playing the victimhood, enjoying victimhood, like relishing in it or whatever, saying things to you that you feel like you don't actually do. Or she's saying she's like trying to make you seem worse in therapy without context that sort of thing because yeah when you said it's true that I slapped her around or whatever I was like yo what the fuck right but if it was something that she consented to before sex and then y'all had consensual sex then that's absolutely a piece of information that should be included when you are telling other people that story so I just don't see you said you're not the type to throw people away but establishing boundaries of who you're going to let in your life is not throwing people away. And this woman has already shown that you're going to have to be extremely careful around her so that you're literally recording conversations. Like you're recording conversations around her. So you have proof to back you up in case she accuses you of anything. Sis, sis, think about that. That is nuts. (laughs) If you have to do that, that is not somebody you should be quote unquote forgiving and, and trying to keep space in your life for, for the fuck what? So she can drain you. So mm. she can push you through hell for no good reason. Child. And you 20 something. She 30 something. Hell no. Absolutely not. So. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 See, queer women be in fucked up situations as well. Y'all thought dating a girl was answered all your problems. It is not. <laughs> women are out here just as fucked up. So. Just, uh, no. Absolutely not. Ain't no path to forgiveness as far as I'm concerned. I simply agree. <laughs> I just do. Like, girl, what? Mm-mm, I know that situation. I know that there be drama from from of course you know the yeah, ladies, our side. but child, like <laughs> this is outrageous. You're just gonna accuse me of 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 abusing you like this, right? Like you know that we we fucked the shit out of each other. It was amazing. <laughs> you loved it. And you loved it. We laughed when I said that. Like that's that's kind of fucked up. If yeah, I just feel like y'all are coming from two different spaces. Maybe she's not in a place mentally because what I don't understand is that if. I'm putting myself in her shoes. If I feel like somebody took it too far during sex mm-hmm. or said something that hurt my feelings, I may just decide to stop fucking or talking to them right off the bat. I may decide to say, hey, when you said such and such, it hurt my feelings or whatever. Right. But what I am not going to do is then come back a few months later and be like, exactly. let's try this again. No, I'm not doing that. It's not even like it's not even that you couldn't really feel something about that. And sh- and I would respect Although I wouldn't understand. Right. I would try to respect it. And she did say, like, I apologize if I triggered something in her and stuff like that. But, like, A, you're not telling people this without the context of the whole thing so Mm -hmm. that we can actually get down to what happened if something really did happen. Right. And B, you telling me I know what I did. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, Uh -uh. so. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I would just be like, girl, wish you the best. And Mm -hmm. I hope therapy works out for you and for me. Goodbye. (laughs) And good luck finding, you know, the lesbian of your dreams. But I am not she. Because you, we just not on the same page about things, man. All right. Next question comes from Unique, who says, I am a 27-year-old pansexual black woman married to a heterosexual 31-year-old white man. 
We got married after one year of being together when I was 24 years old. For whatever reason, this made sense to me at the time. <laughs> because you were 24. Take note, 24-year-olds. Yep, 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 yep. Fast forward to now, and while I do love him, I don't love being married. And quite frankly, I miss eating pussy. <gasps> he has more traditional views on life than I do. And the more time I spend with him, the more his shit get pawned me nerves. <laughs> I hope I didn't fuck that up too bad. You did the best you could. I did. I did. I did my best. <laughs> Woo! Problem is, we've bought a house. Our families love each oh, other. Fuck! <laughs> and all that other married shit. But I just want my freedom. He has no swag, so threesomes are out the question. Oh, fuck. And sis. I don't even really want him involved anyway. Damn We've it. We talked about opening the marriage, but he doesn't seem too excited about that. And now I don't know what to do. Is this a case of me wanting my cake and eating it too by wanting a stable home and also wanting to fuck women outside my marriage? <laughs> or should I just throw the whole marriage away? If you read it, thanks so much for what you do. Love you too so much. Love and light, unique. You mean, I don't think that... Um it's necessarily wanting your cake and eating it too. I just saw at the top she said hi Crystal and West. <laughs> That's gonna be there needs to be a Crystal and West shirt. We should make a limited edition Crystal and West shirt for the anniversary show. Um, yeah, I don't think it's having your cake and eating it too, only because you could absolutely have a stable household and and have sex with other girls. Like you could be married to somebody who would be right. cool with. Allowing you to to satiate that because <laughs> you miss lust. it. <laughs> like, um, but it sounds like you aren't really feeling him like like that in a marriage way outside of your desire to eat box. Yeah. Like it sounds like you got married earlier than you wanted to, and you're just a little in over your head. She and, straight up said, "I don't love being married." So and she misses eating pussy. <laughs> I would start considering not being married. Yeah. And again, I when it's when it's a dating situation, I'm all for like break up with him if it's reasonable to me is not a hesitation. I try to step back a little bit when when motherfuckers write in and say I'm divorced. I mean, I'm divorced. I'm married mm -hmm. just because a the act of divorce, all of that stuff is way messier than just being like yeah. get your CDs and shit or whatever right. out of my fucking house and don't call me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so like <laughs> but the reason i feel like you should probably consider not being married anymore is because what i think will happen is that you will eventually lead you will eventually do something that will lead you to being divorced anyway yeah, yeah. in a much messier way right you know because if mm -hmm. you want to eat pussy it's only going to be so long before you eat some <laughs> like that's just that's just that you got married too young you didn't even really know yourself 24 is very fucking young it is and some people get married at that age and live happily ever after but that some is do. not you mm -hmm. and it's okay that that's not it you it is you want the stability of having you know this home that I guess you and this white man are either still paying for or bought together and you know there's a certain level of financial comfort that most people enjoy in marriage you know two mm. incomes are better than one true to be real true but I mean, especially if you can if you can hack it out on your own, <laughs> girl, it sounds like y'all are either going to therapy or to divorce court is one or the other. I mean, this is giving me you could try to stick it out and then odds are you'll end up in a Grace and Frankie situation. I don't even. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I'm not even trying to get you to stick it out. I, I, I don't think you should. Yeah. I mean, I don't either. It's just that divorce is like an, a difficult 
process if for, or lengthy at least. They don't have kids. They don't have kids, but oh, they do okay, have good. property. Yeah. And if Which he, like, damn, girl, you bought a house with this nigga? And if he doesn't want to get divorced, then he can make it hard. He can make it messy. He can drag it out. He can refuse to sign the papers. So that may be something else to take into consideration. But girl, you just straight up don't sound happy in this you relationship. You literally said you don't like it. You don't want to be married. So maybe you should start your own therapy. Maybe by yourself. Talk to your therapist about these feelings. And maybe your therapist yeah. could be like, you know, this is a normal thing. Or blah, yeah. blah, blah. Or try these methods of talking to your husband. And blah, I don't know. Therapists be coming up with all kind of brilliant shit that Look. I would never... I've in a million years Amen think of. <laughs> so I would talk to that, a therapist first. Yes. But if he's not willing to go to therapy or willing to listen to the things that you say that you learned in therapy or even just, hey, I'm really miserable in this marriage. Let's sit down and fucking talk about it. If he's mm-hmm. not willing to do the work, then the the question is already answered for you. Because even if you're miserable for unreasonable ass reasons, you're still miserable and you're going to yeah. act on that misery. And you know who should be able to listen to you regardless of whether you're being reasonable? Your fucking spouse. <laughs> That's what you get. When you sign up to marry somebody, that yeah. other person has to be there for your shit. They have to be there for you emotionally, spiritually, physically, all that See, other y'all bullshit. See, y'all be thinking like, oh, he or she is so cute, and I like them so much, <laughs> and the sex is so nice. Let's spend the rest of our lives together. Oh, that don't work like that. <laughs> what you gonna do seven months to- later when that nigga... <laughs> This is why I can't with, like, the quick marriage and I'm going to dive right in. I need yeah. to hate your guts first. Mm. Like, and that sounds strange. It does. But you know what I mean? Like, I need to, like, I need to, like, I need to just meet as many of the parts of you that are challenging yes. first <laughs> yes. before I decide I want to spend the rest of Absolutely. my life with you. Because I need to be like, okay, I don't like this about you. I don't mm-hmm. like this about you. And that gets on my fucking nerves so that I can like yep. decide whether or not I can... Yeah, you were young and y'all had only been dating for a year, which is not really that much time. And yeah. Good luck to you. If therapy don't help, then girl, you know what you got to do. I mean, I'm just saying. Don't spend, don't go into your 30s miserable and and feeling stuck in this marriage. You can get out, especially when you don't have kids. It's easier without kids. It's much easier without kids and it's still hard. But girl, at least you don't have babies in the middle of crying. And and maybe you can just go live the single life, get you a roommate. Y'all have a cute apartment. Maybe a cute one with a nice clean bus. You know, eating pussy and on the apps and having a good time. That could be you next year (laughs) or this year. good luck all right so we're gonna get out of here because we're running out of time but before that i really do want to do a really quick read great okay fantastic um so uh, as we've discussed um kingdom hearts i'm enjoying it i don't give a fuck about what's happening on the internet right now like (laughs) don't care um but i saw yesterday on the internet a girl whose twitter name is oh i'm so sorry sweetie i don't even know how to pronounce this serezia ballad oh it's probably sereza like in uh, bayonetta i'm gonna just say it's sereza ballad um but she posted a video where she was streaming on Twitch trying to play that anthem demo, I guess. God bless. Girl, I hope you got in because I didn't. I'm pissed about that and that's separate. But she was, I guess, while she was streaming, she received an email. So GameStop released, or they're selling these limited edition PlayStation 4 Pro consoles that have like Kingdom Hearts decorations all on it. So it's like a limited edition Kingdom Hearts PlayStation that also comes with a deluxe edition of the game, right? So a lot of people who are huge fans 
bigger than me, I guess, mm-hmm. decided that they wanted that one, right? So I already have two PlayStations. I didn't need to go get another one, especially not a Kingdom Hearts one. I just right. wanted the game. I'm cool. So some people like Cereza, and again, I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, Black Girl, um, traded in their, the PlayStation that they had to like get the credit or whatever towards the limited edition one with the game. Right. GameStop fucking oversold on the PlayStation no. during the pre-order or whatever, right? Which was forever ago. Forever ago. So now, three days before the goddamn game is coming out, they're sending emails out to people like this young girl oh, saying no. that they're not going to get their sister, their console or the fucking game because they had to cancel some of the orders because they oversold. Yeah. How the fuck dare you? This girl's on Twitch crying oh, because no. she don't have her PlayStation because she traded in the one that she had to get the one that you were supposed to be giving her and she not gonna get her game because you oversold in these fucking shit if y'all don't give this girl a playstation and a copy of this motherfucking game let me tell you something i haven't even stepped inside of a GameStop except for maybe the last time i did was like right before um my last uh toy drive because mm-hmm. sometimes they have cute video game related toys that you can mm-hmm. only get in GameStop in a yeah. couple other places but like to go in there and buy a game or whatever first of all you have to have the patient of a saint the customer service in GameStop is ass, and it has been for, like, as long as I can remember. I think the reason it's even still in business is because so many young kids, that's their, like, quickest avenue or, like, the first thing that comes in their mind when they think of getting games. Yeah. Or they can go in there and play some games, but bug their their mom, dad, older cousin, brother, grandma, whoever, auntie, for some games and stuff like that. I think that's the reason they're even still in business. But fuck that. Yeah. I knew when I pre-ordered my shit. Let me tell you, I, I pre-ordered Ga- <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 from three different places. Oh, GameStop was not one of them. Amazon, I think I ordered it from BestBuy.com, mm-hmm. and I ordered it digitally so when midnight hits on Monday, I can start. Got I'm it. not playing no monkey-ass games with GameStop. But the the nerve of y'all, for you to be a gaming company... You have to know how long people have been waiting for this game. And now because of your own fuck-ups, people like this black girl who have been waiting forever for this fucking game just now can't have it. Oh, not to mention their fucking gaming system on top of it because you can't run your company right. How, y- y'all got some fucking nerve. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that are offering $25 GameStop gift cards. What kind of restitution is that? That ain't even half of the price of the game. (gasps) Of the game. Oh, you got me fucked up. Of the game. Mm, Breath of the Wild was like $60. Mm. (laughs) Fuck GameStop. Fuck GameStop. Y'all wrong for that. Period. Whether you buy your games yourself or your baby asks you for games, I urge you to go to Best Buy, Target, Amazon will deliver right to your humble abode on the day it's released, or anywhere the fuck else. Mm. Fuck GameStop. Stop giving them your fucking money they haven't deserved in a long-ass fucking time, and this is a big part of the reason why. That's it. That's all I have to say. I'm done. Shouldn't GameStop have, like, gone out and bought more systems or more games to make up for what they did. You've had all of this time. Right. This is months ago. Between the time that you've been taking these pre-orders, the game comes out on Tuesday. This is some fire Festival shit. You gotta watch them documentaries. (laughs) He did the same thing. For Madden, for Call of Duty or one of these games that come out like every six months, fine. You're talking about a game that people have been waiting for since they were kids. Grown adults. Yes. Stop it. 
Stop it. Fuck GameStop. Stop playing. Stop buying shit from GameStop. Fuck them. That's wrong. That's it. I'm done. I feel sorry for that girl. I felt so bad. So So bad. If I could, I would just buy it for my fucking self. But Lord knows where you're going to get that shit. I'm sure she don't even care about the system at this point. She just wants to play the game. Right. And if she knew that she would have had to go through this bullshit, which honestly, sweetheart, if I knew you prior to your pre-order, I would have suggested that you didn't take it. Mm -hmm. Because I... Would have been able to tell you. I wouldn't have seen this coming, but I would have suggested yeah. for as long as we've waited Girl, for this game, trash. do don't, something else. Them hoes, do yeah. don't play no games with GameStop at mm. all. Fuck them. I wouldn't even go into a GameStop to play a demo. I don't give a fuck. I'm not, I won't go to GameStop for shit else. And I'm playing Kingdom Hearts on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So and I, I'm gonna be sleep Monday night, but I'm still not going. I fuck GameStop. I feel strongly <laughs> as well. <Like. laughs> How dare you! All right. Well, that wraps up this week. And episode. I'm sensitive to black girl gamers. Of course. Oh, that's very sweet. I'm gonna start a Twitch for brother. I'm actually going to start a Breath of the Wild YouTube channel because I am <laughs> an expert now. I have all 900 Korok seeds. I have 100% completion rate. Somebody also wrote an email that said that you should watch Studio Ghibli. I don't know if it's Studio Ghibli or Ghibli. I don't know. It's been a question in my life. One of y'all tell me the right <laughs> answers. But like. They said that, you know, Breath of the Wild was sort of inspired by that studio's animation, which okay. if you see some of their their films, you would. So it's the same aesthetic. OK, so somebody What's wrote the, in the was game like, is called Studio Ghibli. No, the studio that makes the movies. That's oh, the name of okay. it. But they make some. I'll send you some the name of some of them so you could at least Google it. OK, but some people someone wrote in and was like, oh, you should watch some of the films and see if you like it. But in that same vein, I think that that studio would make an amazing Breath of the Wild film. Mm. Like I would totally watch a Zelda movie in that same animation style I'm still trying to play these other games I bought like Smash Brothers that's a lot of fighting that's not what I thought it was what did you think it was kind of thought it was Mario Kart but with bigger weapons like smashing niggas <laughs> like maybe you had a big rubber hammer that you could smash the drivers next to you with I don't know what I thought <laughs> oh, but it no, isn't no. that and no. then Pokemon is a little weird they just put out a new Mario like a new regular what like a new Super Mario. Oh, I know what I'm Remember the Mario's <laughs> that you had for Wii? Yes. It's the Switch version of that just came out a well, couple weeks ago. Hallelujah. I know of what I'm doing. Hundreds of levels. Okay, great. Um, so yeah, that wraps up this week's episode. Hope Check you out. enjoyed it. This is the read.com. We're on social media at this is the read. Tickets to our anniversary show next February. Is it sold out? Um, well, I am on Ticketmaster right now, and there are seventeen seats left. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, you there. If you don't have a seat yet, uh, one of the seventeen are available for you at thereadlive.com. Also, Tulsa. I will see y'all next Thursday at Rudisil from six to eight thirty, talking about um how I got out of Tulsa and. <laughs> I'm sorry. How much I love my country upbringing, and, and, but How at I the same out. time, I'm never, ever, ever going to live there again. Okay, great. Can't wait to see y'all then. Uh, Kifiri, any news for you this week? Um, hmm. I'm just going to say it. I well, if you, I'm, I'm looking for. You know what? No, I'm going to save this now. Yes. I'm, I'm going to be looking for people who do, who do things soon. Okay. Uh, but but no, but not, oh like, calm down. He no, hiring. it's not giving that. It's not. I shouldn't casting. have said nothing. That's not what I said. That is not what I said, and it's well, not the you truth. Known because it's not what I said, and it's not the truth. And turn it, it up not, to the one hundred. I what we do. Am not looking for anything involved <laughs> in a project being written for a network. That is not what I meant. 
at all by that. No, he's casting for his other projects. I didn't even say nothing about uh, shows for networks. You said that, Cena. I tell you know myself. What? I'm right, going to get guys. so many headshots. We, it don't even matter because I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. So I'm not looking at shit on It's going to be fun. All right, guys. See y'all next week. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.